You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. Outside. Yeah, I do not want to work in the rain. I have to see uh, Usually, when you spend most of your uh, your off days, is that correct? You usually are that guy. You call in almost every sick, every well, time I, sick, I, right? To rainy I days. I told my supervisor a couple of years ago that just you know, in in the twenties it was fun. In my thirties, it was okay. Now it's no, I refuse to work in the rain. So I might use another week of vacation. I might just <laughs> call out all week. I call bullshit on that. No. You know, it's not what the bosses are saying when you call in. They, they, do they know? Are you like known now? Is like, oh Pacheco, it's raining. Pacheco's not coming in. Exactly. They're shocked when I show up, <laughs> for sure. But thank God, that's for, awesome. You know, the internet's a wonderful thing. Yeah. I don't know if you know about this. Thing no, it has fantastic stuff. I right? mean, it can be used for bad stuff, but it's pretty awesome. So you can actually, there's a you know a radar app. Yeah. You can, you can track the rain. Yeah. So, like, if you're in your truck at 9 o'clock and it says it's, you know, probably going to, you can track it and it's going to stop at 10. Yeah. Sports page for an hour. Wait the rain. Yeah. See, you're smart. Wait like, the rain out. Man. Yeah. You have your little, you have actually your little thing where you wake up <laughs> so early that you show up to work an hour early and just either pass out in your car right. or read the paper. Because you'd rather do that than sit in traffic. Oh, God, yes. Right. I leave, I leave for work at 4.30 in the morning. I don't start till 7.30. <laughs> All those knockers shooting some people on the way to L.A. So, All right, guys, welcome back. It's just me and Pops today. Uh, we're going to be running the show. I'm in the captain's chair running uh, Renee's job because he's obviously over at iHeartRadio doing bigger and better things. Uh, but being knocked today, we got a lot of stuff going on. I am still suffering from the heartbreaking loss of the Cowboys. Over the weekend, um, I knocker did not go into work till about nine o'clock on Monday for a very good reason. <laughs> I drank from about noon to about ten at night. Went through a eighteen pack and a half a bottle of Tito's vodka. Whoa! Yeah, I was so hammered with. I started. Whoa. I played chess at nine at night against one of my buddies, and I I don't remember at all. I don't remember at all what I did after the game. Hey, I remember. Yeah, I remember, me. remember not, when this was me. I remember when after remember the when Cowboys Chris came here, passed out in the in the booth, this booth, and we did stuff to him that you do to ladies, and we, we promise we never tell you. All all the greatest, all the greatest moments of my life I spent right here. This is in how the, I in sounded like you know how Maggie's you first like, word. God. Bart jumping that canyon, fell over Mr. Plow, all the greatest moments of my life. I gotta go pee. I don't. I want to. Want to get up. Yeah. I, I didn't even know you knew how to play chess. I'm oh impressed. yeah. I really. I'm. I really? like it. Yeah. I actually like. I enjoy it quite a bit. Actually, it's really? only when I get drunk though. I don't know what it's like when people get better when they play darts when they're drunk. Well, that's like, funny. I think I'm smarter <laughs> playing chess when I'm drunk. That's kind of funny you say that because uh, when when I went to college, yeah, um, with, with your uncle John, mm-hmm. right? We would get high. Yeah. Play a game of chess, oh, and we go. would get you for a week. Right? Yeah. We'd play for like a half an hour, yeah. and we'd leave the pieces and come back the next night, and you know, continue on. Continue the, the game. game. Yeah, yeah. we have a week long game. It's of like chess, the game of right? Risk. You used to leave that thing for like three months <laughs> until you finished it. I swear to God, Risk. Risk. Nobody bumps <laughs> it. Yeah, someone bumps it, goes everywhere. You're gonna kill that guy. God. 
All right. Yeah, playing chess with your stones is awesome. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, it's fun. It was good stuff. Like I told you, me and my wife played on New Year's Eve. That's what we did. We were in Vegas in our in our pen suite, and we just played chess till four in the morning. I don't know. Awesome. That's the way it went. So, cool. um, it was a good weekend though. Besides Cowboys, we'll get into that in just a little bit. Uh, a big, big loss. But again, what a great game to watch from everybody. Uh, I got to hang out with my brother and my niece, and my nephew on Saturday, so that was fun. Got to play some arcade games. Always good. Um, and then also knock. Um, I actually want to bring this to you. We're going to get to sports on here. As you guys listen to the show, we'll just dabble in whatever we want in the beginning. Uh, but sports topics before I get into what I want to bring the knocker here is we've got Aaron Rodgers, obviously, coming up big against the uh, Packers. We'll get into that game a little bit. Like I said last week, I think he's still the most talented quarterback I've ever seen play the game. We'll get into this a little bit. Antonio Brown, Facebook and Live after the uh, <laughs> win by the Steelers. you got Tomlin calling the Patriots assholes. Some good stuff here from the Pats and uh, the Steelers locker room so we'll get into all that los angeles rams find their new coach me and knock in a very good discussion before the show knock's got some good point of views here uh i'm on one side of the fence knockers on the other so you'll have to stick around and see which one of the sides we lie on with the new los angeles rams head coach you're surprised you're i was i was surprised because you're on the side that i would usually be on and i'm on that you know it's like we switched i don't know what it is uh we'll get into a little bit of the chargers also knocker taking a move up the five freeway to la not a lot of happy people about it, uh, especially at their great turnout today for the uh, Chargers kickoff <laughs> event, right, Nock? Welcome to L.A., man. <laughs> Welcome to L.A. Nogger. You are insignificant. God. You prove yourself. It was pathetic. Yeah. If you look at the screenshots, you can check them on our website, sportscastlife.com. You've got guys flipping off uh, Dean Spano. You've yeah, got I think guys it was constantly. more at the poetry reading down at the cafe in, uh, on 5th and Series downtown. That is not a joke. Poetry. That is not a joke. <laughs> I, that's a true story. Uh, we'll get into, obviously, our um, our championship weekends here coming up with the Falcons versus Packers. You know, that's going to have a lot of fireworks in it. And we're getting into the old uh, Patriots-Steelers seem to meet up once again to go to the Super Bowl. So mm -hmm. we'll talk about that. Shot of the week coming up at the top of the hour. Again, we started about half hour early today. So we got a, we're got we starting about 6 o'clock on this Wednesday for all you podcasters. Uh, then we get into a little bit because you had a bad day. A lot going on in Wildwood Sports. We want to talk about this LeBron like flop the other night? My God, Knocker, can it get any just more dramatic? He should be on a soap opera. Pathetic. It's ridiculous. Draymond Green. I love J Dr You know, as much as Draymond, you know, he's kind of like the New Age Rodman a little bit. You know, not the crazy yeah. hair, but the way right. he acts. Right. <laughs> just the way he mocked LeBron after the flop. He deserves it. I, just really. That. And the Clippers. <laughs> God. Every Clippers, year, man, Clippers, the Clippers, Clippers, Clippers suffer a horrible Clippers. injury to one of their superstars. We'll get into that. A-Rod's going to be hosting a new reality show, Knock. Uh, Tebow, the Mets say no to Tebow. We've got a little bit of UFC action going on. So a whole bunch coming up here. You guys can call the show at 626-208-9043. You guys can tweet us at sportscast underscore THN as well. Uh, real quick, Knock. Now, uh, as you know, we've got a pretty big family. I've got uh, three brothers and a sister. And... Um, our youngest brother decided to put a poll out on Facebook here, Knocker, of all the kids. And I wanted to see who you think really? everyone answered here. There's different about there's about nineteen questions about and it has to range you're gonna have to pick from one of the five kids, okay? All right. So let me put a little background on for this actually a little bit because okay. I want to find out. We do a sports show, right? Yeah, we do a sports okay. show. But I thought this, this would be fun because it gets into it. our family in the background of us. Oh, okay. So right. and finds out family. and we're gonna find That's out how it ties in. Yeah. Sports no really family. some of these things have to do with sports and we get to find all out right. who Knocker really likes the best. So <laughs> um all right, first question up, Knocker. Who is the smart one? Now we all took this poll, so we all had different answers. I wanna know you though. 
Who is the smart one? You can't say two people. You got to pick one. You got to show who you love. Smart. Who's the smart one? Smart. Well, smart varies. There's street smart. There's Knocker, don't back smart. up the ass to end his answers. Great smart. You could be smart. I won't be naive. hurt. It, it's okay. I won't be hurt. I just want to know where you stand. <laughs> this is great. I love these questions. Come on. Well, just based on smart, okay. you have to correlate that to school. Okay. Two people graduated. Uh, I'm going to go. They're both right Come on. You got um, a time limit here. I'm going to go with the. Um, I'll, I'll go with Mary. Mary is the smartest. Okay. Who is the most spoiled? <laughs> Dan Burlington. <laughs> all right. All right. Good question. About that, that. All right. <laughs> That's funny because I think all of us picked Daniel for that one. All right. Who's the most sensitive? You. Really? You think I'm the most sensitive? Absolutely. Wow. Okay. Mary, I think I, I led the vote in this one, but okay. I'll, you're going to save me. Okay. Best driver. Best driver. Matt. Matt, okay. Uh, most social. God. Um, you are Matt. Okay. Now, for all the listeners out there, new listeners, Matt is my older brother. Chris is my younger brother. Everyone knows Dan Burlington, and Mary is my sister. So, right, uh, uh, Dan, Dad. Next up, most stubborn. Stubborn. Most stubborn. Chris. Chris. All right. Daniel was my answer for this one. All right. Um, who's mommy's favorite? You. Thank you. <laughs> Daniel, eat it. You're Daniel's trying to put him in there. I'm uh, the favorite. You're the biggest sucker. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Who's liable to fight someone? Matter, Chris. Matter, Chris. Okay. Who's the better singer? Me. Oh. Oh, uh, okay. Better singer? Come on. God, none of you can sing. I can are you I take that as complete insult, sir. You, I am a king of karaoke. <laughs> yeah, you did really well in the bowling alley. <laughs> that was awesome. Hey, I, that was really bad. <laughs> I'm gonna go none of you. None of you can none sing. None of you. Okay, none of you. All right. Who's the better cook? Ooh. You know wow. you, you know whose name you better say. You know whose name you I'll better say. You. Chris, you and Matt can all cook. You I'm going can't. Thai. You going Thai? Uh, yeah, I, you, all three of you can cook very well. Okay. I'm going to do that. All right. Who is the baddest kid? <laughs> Chris. All right. All right. <laughs> Who is the best at sports? Mary. That is complete <laughs> horse shit. That is horse shit. I knew I was waiting for this answer. We've had a big thing on Facebook over this. We've been heated argument between me and Mary and Daniel. Who's in the Hall of Fame? I don't give a shit. She threw that out there. The same thing to me. You hit watermelons <laughs> for a sport, okay? You hit watermelons in softball, okay? I told her, let's take a trophy count. Ah, you're so hurt. I am very hurt by that. <laughs> All right, that was my last one. Knock. You should check it out, though. Daniel that's put that up. Interesting. Yeah, that's that's, that's good. I like that. All like right, Knock. Let's get into it. You guys can call the show. 626-208-9040. I'm a fucking better choice. I swear to God, Knocker. All right. <laughs> All right, let's get into it, man. We've got a little bit of football news coming out. Hey, you and Mary. All right. No, don't try and kiss ass now. I heard you, all right? Here we go. <laughs> I kick ass. I will kick any one of my brothers or sisters' ass at any sport. 
I call out anyone, and I say we have a cook-off. I put that on, too. We're having a cook-off. I'll give you other people the smart one. You guys can all have that. I might not be the smart one, but God damn it, I, I can cook and play sports. Yeah. Who's it's funny. sensitive? Who's sensitive? Uh, yeah. Who is sensitive? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right you there. set me up. Right? You set me up for that. You set me up. And <laughs> I love. What are you putting? Yeah, I can see it. What's it? Sailing? It, what is that? A pontoon boat? Like sailing in the air? Oh my God, that's fantastic! Did you retweet that? Can you retweet that out there? All right, because he, you know, he was out there just doing his thing, man. For the Falcons winning, baby. Here we go. It's not far to never, never land. That's a great picture, Knocker. He shuts the camera. Oh, there you go. Yeah, hold it right there, Knocker. It's a pontoon boat with, uh, with a glider on it, right? As only white trash can do. Here we go. Blackout, congratulations, big What's win of the week. Cam? What's up, Cam? Intern, not even intern anymore. Cam, just Cam. Oh, I haven't God. seen him in a month. Jesus, how are you doing, sir? You can sit in my chair, man. You're captain's chair, bro. The captain's chair. I know. I know, right? You feel special. Let me turn your mic on here. Give me one second. All right, there you go. Mic is on. Cam's back in the house. How you been, man? This is nice. I know. You like it? Like Instead that, of your white plastic chair, you might just break the legs off at the end of your I know, and bag. I brought my own beer, too. <laughs> Did Whoa, you? Whoa. Yes. Out of point. Out of kid. All right. How's everything going, man? How's uh, job? How's uh, how's life? Well, I'm looking for a new job. Well, oh, oh, no. I need full time. Okay. I just need full time. So it wasn't anything like you got fired, something went bad. It's no, just... no, no. I'm not getting fired within a month. <laughs> I'm not like smoking weed like right in front of people's faces. Sucking bong rips while he's posting sports stories for Fox. No, 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 no. So I'm you just I'm, need something more solid with some better income. Yes. Okay. With better benefits. So you are for hire then. You put it out there right away. You're already soliciting ten, five five seconds into the show. Yes. Yeah, we'll roll with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's go yes. with that. And I want to know what's mom cooking for dinner tonight. Uh, I don't know. You know what? I really don't. I, I honestly does she don't. know you're coming home tonight? I told her I was, <laughs> kind of. You know she's going to have his bed made with clothes put out in his pajamas. Right. You know that's going to happen. Oh, by mom. the way. B- by <laughs> the way. your mom. It is my mom. Isn't it? It so is. If you so said you were coming home. Oh, my God. Spending the next three days. She'd have, so fantastic. She'd kick Daniel out of his room. No shit. <laughs> that would seriously happen. That's why I'm the favorite. We just took the test. Wow. Yeah, You're we giving just, me shit, right? Yeah, oh, know? by the way, I'm famous. Why is that? I filmed a commercial for Fox. Did you? What'd you film? What commercial? So, uh, got an email one day. Guy comes up to me. He's like, hey, do you want to do a commercial? Extra money? I'm like, sure. What the hell? You know, because yeah. I'm cheap. So, <laughs> I'm an American. I got hold of I could be bought. Exactly. So, uh, it was like a week 17 teaser uh, right before all the playoff teams went in. So okay. I have it on my computer, but I'll all right. show you guys during the break. All right. Nice. I like that. So, so you're doing good things. Headshots. Headshots, people. <laughs> headshots, people. All right. Uh, did you, uh, we're going to get some football here. How we're, now, before we get into it, uh, Cam, did the outcome of last week's games go as you thought? Because I know you, we haven't talked to you in a while. Or did you, you know, were you, did you see any upsets? Did you think the Cowboys were going to lose? Did you like the Falcons? 
Uh, Where'd you sit going I, into last week? I like the Falcons, so I, I think the Falcons was a was kind of an easy pick. I mean, right. the Seahawks, just the way they've been playing for the past month, mm-hmm. was not, you know, I wasn't all right with that. The Cowboys game was always going to be a toss-up, but I liked rolling with Aaron Rodgers. Right. And uh, the AFC is pretty standard. Pretty standard. You like the Steelers and Pats. I told my dad. My dad's a huge Chiefs fan, and I told him, I said, this is the game where you probably you guys get beat. Yeah. Somehow. They just don't have enough on offense to, to for Alex, Alex Smith. You can't take, when you only have four minutes left, you can't take a seven-minute drive to get down the field. Like, well, no. you got to throw the ball past four yards. I mean. It's just one of those things where he's good against average to mediocre quarterbacks, but when he's playing the elite guys, you know he's not going to beat Yeah, them. exactly. All right, guys. Let's get into topics from around the league here, obviously. We had uh, some big games last week in the NFL knocker. Now, problem I have with what you said. Go ahead. Okay, go ahead. Look at, look at, look. He couldn't hold it. Look at him. He was just waiting. Well, I was gonna wait till we got into football. Okay, go ahead. We're in football now. We're in it. We're, we're in, in football it. now. Yeah, we're in. We're in sports. It only the took only us uh, seventeen minutes. The problem I have with that is he didn't drop the pass. Kelsey should have caught. Him. Well, I agree. He didn't drop it. He didn't lose his cool and take a fifteen-yard penalty in the crucial situation that Kelsey did. And he didn't hold. I don't think Fisher held either. I think it was a bullshit call. But in a game like that, he did enough to win that game for Kansas City. Just other things got in the way. You know, I don't think he played poorly. But, that's- but once again, like I was telling Josh before, we were talking about this before, and I kind of like, I like to see new blood and this and that, but damn it, pedigree always floats to the top, man. Yep. In Pittsburgh, Kansas City, it was pedigree. The Steelers have been there. The Steelers, the Steelers in December, playoffs. You know, if you just go with that, they're going to win. Now, Cam, did you, you by chance, listen to the show last week? I mean, I don't care if you did or not. Did you I, hear, I did a little bit. Did you hear what I, I mean, say about Aaron Rodgers, about how I think he's the greatest quarterback talent to ever play the game? I mean, I'm all right with that. I just, the, the, the one thing that I dislike about Rodgers is he gets all the credit when they win. He never gets any of the blame when they lose. Okay. You notice that? He's always, he's the hero. He's the savior. But he's never, when he was playing poorly in the first seven weeks, it was Mike McCarthy's a bad coach. Aaron Rodgers doesn't have enough I just think that's kind of indicative of them playing in Green Bay where it's just... You're never going to hear bashing. You're never going to hear a Green Bay fan bash Rodgers or bash Favre. You know, it's just it's not what you do in a small town like that. Yeah, I mean, it's just more of the quarterback syndrome where it's just they're everybody believes that they're a, believes that they're a whole team, but it's there's 22 guys on the team. Yeah, you know, so it takes a full team effort to win. Like Kansas City gave up six field goals and you still end up losing. I mean, the defense did their job. Yeah, yeah that's true. Offense, you got to score more than 20 points to win a playoff Yeah, that's game, the you know? point. It's just, it's a team sport, so. So, yeah, I was saying like last week, though, Rodgers just to me is greatest talented quarterback ever to, you know, play the game from, you know, all aspects of the game, running, field presence, and what Knocker's saying, I think he's what puts him, stamp, makes him stand out more than any other quarterback is what he does on drawing people off sides or getting to have that extra man in the field and getting that free play. It works. Seriously, he gets it two or three times a game. It worked against the Cowboys. Huge penalty called against them on a third down. Got him the automatic first. I think that's one something that he has just become so good at. You know what? He's got Manning's mind, Montana's arm, and Elway's legs yeah. in one quarterback. When you throw all those together, man. I mean, and it's, it's a hell of a quarterback. It's a hell of a quarterback. And now, those, like Josh was saying, those intangible. He got Dallas to burn three timeouts on defense. Ridiculous. I mean, that's part of the game that inhibits Dallas at the end of the game because they had to use timeouts on defense because he caught them with their pants down. You know, and just 
crucial situation. First and ten, he gets you to draw and come outside. Not mm-hmm. first and five. So good. I've never seen anybody that yeah. can do that. that. Either if I and what as he did well as anybody else. And what it's what he did at the end of that game, knock just the last play and scramble to set them up in field goal position was just unbelievable. Jared Cook, he talked about getting out of a bad situation with the Rams coming over, making a great catch on the sidelines. Even Joe Buck didn't think it was a catch at first. He called it an incomplete. Mm-hmm. One ref overruled the other. Well, That's, he called one earlier, too. Oh, uh, 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 Rogers throwing it away. Oh, caught on the <laughs> sidelines. It's like, you know, uh, Joe Buck's fantastic. Just right? stop with the bashing Joe Buck. Uh, yeah, I well, can stand whatever. without Chris Collinsworth. Joe Buck's fantastic. You know, what's funny is Dallas on that play in, in the fourth quarter, and I don't know if the whole game because I was working, so I only saw part of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a spy on him. They yeah. were doing the right thing. Dallas had a spy yeah. on Rodgers. Rodgers broke right, the spy broke left, and then when Rodgers circled back to the left sideline, the spy got caught in traffic. Yep. There you go. Jared Cook ends up catching it, and then once again, like we said, what makes everything better on the last play of the game? Oh, Here we go. Here we go. Hits from 51, but it doesn't count. He's going to have to do it again. He sure is, and he sure nailed that one. It was a perfect snap and hold, and he drilled it. I said that that song makes every sports it moment is better. It's so great, man. By the way, did you guys know that Mason Crosby, with that kick, has made 23 field goals in the playoffs in a row? Damn. Really? That's NFL pretty clutch, record. man. Wow. And Aaron Rodgers, with his TD pass, passed Joe Montana all time in postseason touchdowns. Wow. Pretty damn clutch there. So, again, uh, Anderson ought to talk to him, huh? <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So now, Knock, you look at uh, the fallout from the game. Obviously, Packers' hottest team football will be playing the Falcons. We'll get to that game coming up here. But kind of let's talk about the Cowboys just here for a second, how they end the season. Unexpected, obviously, Dak Prescott. I think if now he's solidified himself as this is his team, right? I mean, well, well, I mean that was like the greatest two second ago. quarter. Well, this is the greatest second half of rookie quarter, well, greatest season of a rookie quarterback's ever had. Do we have to keep talking about Dak Whoa. being in Whoa. some type of peril when it comes to Tony? Thank Rumble? you. He solidified his job two and a half months right. ago. Like, Thank why you, are Cam, we? You just said it perfectly. What do you do now with Romo, though? We've, Jerry Jones came out and said, "Well, no I, one's going to do anything unless I say so." I understand that, but. Do the Cowboys because right now they've got Dak for another three years as a gift, cheap as hell. Why not keep Romo and have, you know, you have that backup. We've seen what's happened with Dallas when they don't have one instead of letting them walk. But I think Jerry and Romo, and as much as they have a close friendship, we know they love each other. Romo's going to seriously say, man, I want to play. Trade me. I want to play. Here's the, there's a couple problems with it in the fact that his value right now is only a fourth round pick probably because he's been so hurt because of his injury history. And then you also got to think about the cap. You have to take something back. They get $10 million. If they end up trading them, if they end up trading them, they're going to back, get about $10 million back on the cap. Plus, like you said, probably get yeah. a fourth to sixth round pick. Now, Which, is that worth giving him up? You go I get would defense, say, go get a good defensive end. I would say so because you get another pass rusher. You go get another corner, maybe a linebacker, something like that. I don't particularly know what the Cowboys need. But I wanted to see Tony Romo Playoff hold a win. Yeah, I wanted Tony Romo to hold a hold a kick. 
We were God, all. That was a good shot. I just threw a pin right we in. We were all. Uh, we were all. <laughs> Asshole. Yelling at work. We're like, bring Tony Romo in to hold the kick. No. Oh God. Yeah, that would have been so funny. Jesus. But uh, yeah, you guys and the Chiefs, man. I've. I actually do feel really bad for the Cowboys and the Chiefs. You know that the the Chiefs since 1997, the Broncos have more home playoff wins or more playoff wins in Arrowhead Stadium than the than Chiefs. Then they actually do. Yeah, and that's pretty do. bad. Yeah. Now, I think it. Go ahead, to answer your question. Yeah. I think it, I think it's up to Romo. That's what I'm saying. I think it is too. I think Jerry Jones likes him so much that he'll let him walk yeah, if, if he, he wants, wants to. Dude. Stay, you I know, mean, he'll, he'll have to take a. Pay so if check. you're to put a bet all to both of you guys in Vegas right now, Chiefs, Cardinals, Houston. Nope. Or, or he stays in Dallas. Where are you put your money? Or or someone else? Or, or the field? Where are you put your I, money? I, I think that if he is the competitor that he claims to be, that he will leave. To who, though? My question is to who, though. Do you play I, the field, or do you think he goes to one of those three teams I just named or stays with the Cowboys? I don't, I don't know. I, I just, he just wants to play. I think he wants I, the to question, play. Don't give me, I don't know. That's what That doesn't make you good for a good sports show. You give me answers. I got Knocker's <laughs> answer. Houston. He goes okay. to Houston. Probably. Not a I, bad they're, move. They're, Plays with Bill O'Brien. They're either trading for him or they're going to trade for Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, that's been a rumor that's been floated yeah. out there. Um, I don't think Denver's going to mor- mortgage their future to go trade for Tony, Tony Rome. No, nah, I think Elway would take a pass on him. Yeah. I think Elway's been there, done that, bad, though. I don't think he's doing it again. I don't think it's a bad idea to bring him in there to, to tutor Paxton uh, Lynch. Osweiler. I don't think that's a bad idea. I, Knocker can really tutor Osweiler. Osweiler cannot be. He is, he's not good. See, at he's too tall. I just think it's more of the offense. He is Knocker. You seen him throw? He's like throwing Nolan Ryan baseball. I mean, watching him in Denver, I don't think he was that bad. I don't understand what the the connection was that was lost from Denver to Houston because he wasn't a terrible quarterback when he was in Denver. I think it's more of the offensive fit, and they put a lot on his plate. Um. But I would say that, you know, the Cardinals are another underrated team. What are they going to do with Carson Palmer now that he's over? Yeah, we'll see what they end up doing with him. So, uh, again, we're going to get Green Bay this weekend. you got to look at lines. Yeah. So offensive lines are what's going to keep Tony. Yeah, Romo he's going to go somewhere. He's going to be able to win and be stand up on his two feet. Yeah, so, otherwise he's going to. Uh, all right, knock the next big headline here before we get to break. We, we got to cover this. The Steelers last week, again, like we talked about, took down the Chiefs in a pretty ugly game, man. A bunch of field goals in this one. Uh, but after the game, a little bit of the new thing, you know, Facebook Live there, Knocker, mm. where you could stream stuff live. Yeah. Um, now, there's an unwritten code. I don't even know if it is a rule or uh, it might be. Rule. Is it a league rule? I know it's 90 minutes before the game. You uh, can't take any live video right from the locker room. 90 minutes before, 90 minutes after. And 90 minutes after. the post-game uh, press and all that stuff. Well, done. Mr. Antonio Brown, very excited yeah, after. New coming out. Yes. Antonio Brown, very excited after his uh, win, decided to cut a little, cut it a little close put in his iPhone and uh, Facebook Live in the locker room. And uh, in the background, you hear Mike Tomlin saying a little something about their upcoming opponent, the Patriots. Here you go. Uh, let's take very little moving forward. Let's, let's, let's start off the race the a day and a half. Man, just boys being boys, you know, in the locker room, knock. Uh, this obviously got wind everywhere in social media. It's the news story. Not Now it's not just... 
It's the wide receivers, man. Not now, Last week it was the Giants and the wide receivers made headlines, caused controversy and a bunch of stuff before the game. Now you got the Steelers wide receivers causing some controversy. Is this a big deal to you? You know, Tomlin addressed it, said, he, you know, they're going to take care of it internally. And I think, you know, Tomlin's one of the best guys in a press conference. He says what he needs to say, gets out of there, takes responsibility, holds his own. Knocker, question to you. Do you care about this? Does it bother you? And now, are, are wide receivers right now in the NFL, are they just vastly overrated because of fancy football? They're vastly pampered is what they are. Um, as far as the whole thing, that bothered me at all. It would bother me if he had his phone on and Tomlin wasn't talking like that. That would bother me. That's just locker room talk. Uh, that's just, that's just, it is what it is. It's not personal. He's just Yeah, but he got talking. his phone knocker. You're the coach. That's got to bother you. I mean. Well, it would, it would, no, it wouldn't. It would, it would only bother me in the sense like, dude, that's, what we do in here is private. What are you doing? Stupid. What are you doing? Don't turn your phones on. You guys know that. Don't ever turn your phones on while we're in our locker room. So you're not going to chalk this up to, like, the Giants wide receivers? This is a big distraction. Something well, that could become a headline if they lose? I, no. I think Antonio – no, the press is just fishing for something to write about. It's much ado about nothing. It, it, you know, he learned his lesson. He apologized. He said, I shouldn't have done it. I got carried away. I had to play the playoff game. I missed last year's. But, you know, just – how stupid can people be? How dumb are you people? It happens over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. Just stay off social media. Yeah. Stay off. Yeah, especially, I mean, especially in time. Especially, especially in big games like this. Especially when you're involving other people. Yeah, in big games like this. Want to make a sex tape of yourself? Do it. But yeah. if other people are here, you don't open your mic. Okay, my, well, you kind of answer my I'm going to throw it to you too, Cam, in just a second. Wide receivers, like I said, I think they're becoming so overrated. Now, I think quarterback makes the wide receiver. That's just my opinion. I think that a great quarterback can make anyone a great wide receiver. We've seen Tom Brady do it numerous times. Roethlisberger do it. We've seen uh, plenty of quarterbacks in the past make great receivers. Okay? Yeah, you got your Jerry Rices who are just playing great, but most receivers are made from their quarterbacks. Okay? You can disagree or not, Knocker. My thing to you, though, what comes first? Because now we've seen – would you say wide receivers most from Divas? Yeah, because the press allows them and makes them divas. What came first, the wide receiver or the diva? The wide receiver. You don't think the position makes you into a diva? You think the, all these? You think these wide receivers are divas before they actually get into college? Well, in today's, NFL ranks in today's, today's, in today's culture, yeah. If you acted like that in the '70s, your own teammates would have kicked your ass. True point. I've said. Ken, what are your thoughts, bro? I think it's morphed over time, 80s, 90s. I mean, you've seen it with Terrell Owens. He knew he was the best guy on the team most of the time. Right. Randy Moss was kind of a pain in the ass sometimes too, but he got the job done for the most part. Um, about this specific story, I don't think it's really a big deal. If I was Tomlin, I'd be pissed, though, because it's a league rule. So that's the only reason you got to get mad about it. And he is right calling the Patriots assholes. Because I don't know if you saw Bill Belichick's conference today, his press conference, but he was asked a question, how does uh, home field advantage help you? And he said, I don't know. Just go ask Kansas City and Dallas. Just that's how he answered. So he's a it. dick. He's a dick. I every week. <laughs> I know. He's just a dick, though. <laughs> he's the hoodie. He's the hoodie, man. Well, he's just, I mean, a he's dick just waiting for someone to ask him an intelligent question. That's not an intelligent question. How does yeah. home field help you? They've been playing football for 60 effing years. Of course, it's better to play at home. <laughs> it's been answered six billion times. This is what I get from you out of all the questions on earth that you could have asked me. That's the one that you waste your breath on. 
right? It means nothing. It means home field means absolutely nothing when you're on the field. Better team wins. Teams now, that performs best wins. Period. Now, now, before we get to break, real quick to both you guys. Now we've seen we've seen the Steelers have some uh, problems on off the field, whether it's their coaches fighting with players on the field, getting busted fighting, you know, uh, guys at clubs. Are the Steelers too? Are they too loose of a franchise? Are they becoming just? You know, the Steelers always used to have it buckled up. You know, everything's internal. Kind of like how the Patriots it's, were. It's not, and it's slowly at this thing for me the last decade. It's just been, I don't know whether it's under Tomlin because he's more of a player's coach, but it seems like they're just getting a lot looser. You know what I mean? Do you notice the same thing that's happening in Seattle, too? Do you notice how all the players are starting to become more of a headache? Now that Sherman's not, are, you Now know? that they're not winning and they're not winning big. Mm-hmm. Look at in 2012, 2013, how they were talking trash and beating everybody. Now they're doing it, and they're not winning. So I think a player's coach is, personally, I think it's one of the most overrated things in the NFL because sometimes it means you just let your players go wild, and especially you see it now with the Steelers with Tomlin. Yeah, I agree, man. All right, guys, when we get back, got a lot more going on. Of course, we're going to get to our championship picks and winners, go over the spreads, over-unders for you guys, give you our picks. We can talk a little bit of Rams, got a new coach, the Chargers taking a move up to L.A., and we got some hot takes going on with Lebronski, the Flopski, I think his new name is. We'll talk about that more on the flip side.
you gotta check us out on iTunes, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher Radio, SoundCloud channel as well. Also on our YouTube station, Ustream, all that good stuff. Just search Sportscast, we're right there for you. Appreciate all the podcasters over the last few years. Uh, Knocker, I think uh, we're going to be finishing off, um, just for a show note, we're going to do a show next week and a show after Super Bowl. And uh, we're going to take about a month break after that and get Johnny Icebox back in. We're going to retune everything in here from the phones to Cal- all three of the cameras. Yeah, recalibrate everything. We, we do it pretty much every year, right? We take about a month off right after Super Bowl. You know, every sports are kind of dead, and we get right back into NHL, NBA playoffs, start of baseball there. Um, so make sure you guys show note. We'll have two more shows remaining. I think we're going to finish off on our 300, if I'm not mistaken. So that will be pretty good, a little end there. Uh, but we've got our uh, golf tournament date, which is very yes. important. So I want to get that out there, uh, Knocker. It is April 29th. It's a Saturday. Uh, so the last Saturday in April, April 29th, it's going to be $100. Uh, same price as last year, guys. Different course. So it'll be pretty fun. So we're going to play at San Dimas uh, Canyon, which is a pr- great course. Uh, a little bit more challenging, but a fantastic setup that they're going to have there. We're all going to start at the same time. Starts at 7 a.m. Really? Uh, yeah. Uh, shotgun start. So 7 a.m. Starts so we're going to the get there time, about 6, right when the sun's coming up. Start the beers. We get the breakfast burritos yep. going. They're going to have it open, ready for you guys to going. eat. Um, we so, all start and we all end at the same time. Yeah, those so it's going to be out great. There that don't know what a shotgun start is, uh, everyone starts on a different hole. We all start at the same time. We all end at the same right, time. Right. So we'll be able to have beers, the raffle. Right. They have a nice little room. Uh, we'll have we'll do that in. So it's a little little better setup than the previous year. So again, hundred dollars. I'm going to set up the Facebook page and the invite page so you guys can register Sign and, up early. and get we those will in. Sell out. We will sell out. We're taking about forty. We're top out about 50, 50, 48. Mm-hmm. Okay, and what is that, 12, 12 groups? Yeah, 12 nice. groups. So 4000 a month. I'm an accountant. 4000 a month. And I do, I do all that. And you account. handle the money. All for juice. Nice. I know. Great. <laughs> hey, guys, I just hit the vape pen, all right? <laughs> I just hit it a couple times. I just hit it a couple times. <laughs> so Feeling again, nice and toasty. Exactly. Saturday, yeah. April 29th, guys, the uh, fourth um, annual Sportscast too. Golf Challenge. So uh, classic yep. or classic, you like to classic, call it, right? Yes. So it's fourth, fourth year, fourth annual, yes. fourth year. So uh, again, good times for all. So make sure you guys sign up when I get that out there uh, earlier or later this week. All right, Naka, let's get into the rest of the news from around the league. Here, you guys, again, could you call the show six two six two zero eight ninety forty three or tweet us at sportscast underscore thn. Uh, again, let's continue around the league of the NFL. We got a lot of news going on. Coaches hiring, so it's right in our backyard here, Naka. <laughs> Rams, Chargers, new coaches. Um, I kind of don't like both of them, but hey, uh, we'll talk about that. Uh, get into that a little bit. Also coming up, going to get into our championship picks. We've got two big games coming up this weekend again. Packers, Falcons, and uh, Patriots, and the Steelers. So... All right, B-Knock, first up here, uh, let's get into a little bit of uh, the Rams here. They've got, it looks like, a new coach here, Knocker. Um, we talked extensively kind of before the show about mm-hmm. our opinions on it, so we're going to get to that. Um, first, his name, I bet no one even knows or recognizes it, which is my first problem. Their new coach is named Sean McVay. You're saying, who? Sean McVay? Yes, I am older than him. <laughs> I am older than him, and he is now the coach of the Los Angeles Rams. 
Uh, with the Redskins last year, their offensive coordinator for the last three seasons becomes the youngest NFL head coach in modern history here at Knocker. A former wide receiver out of Miami, spent seven uh, years, seven of his nine years as a coach with Washington and worked his way up to offensive assistants and uh, tight ends coach and finally to offensive coordinator. Knocker to you, Cam, and now Mr. Dan that just walked in. Dan, let me throw your uh, mic on here and get that going so you can chime in when you want to. Um, Knocker. My first problem, he's too young. Second of all, I don't know who he is. And third of all, he uh, is not going to get me to want to buy a ticket to a game. So I'll give you the floor. Okay, first of all, if you're buying a ticket because who the coach is, the franchise is already in deep shit. Okay. That's the reason you're purchasing. They're they're in deep shit already. That's the reason you're purchasing a ticket. Really, you go to a Kings game because Sutter's the coach? Really? Well, honest. No, but honest? it's nice to have a good coach that everyone knows it's had success. Really? This guy's You're had success. You're buying a ticket to the Patriots because the hoodie's the coach. Okay. Because he's very exciting. He really lights the place up with his antics. <laughs> right? Come on now. Okay, but. You're uh, not buying tickets because the coach. You're buying tickets because they effing win. Okay? Bottom line. You don't think if John Gruden was there, he sells more tickets? I think for like two weeks. This is L.A. Okay. Correct. This USC is probably going to be national championship contender next year. So, okay, we're not. It's not Hayden Fry. Whether they're buying tickets because Hayden Fry's been coaching for years. So you, you like have no the idea move. who Hayden Fry is? So that nope. did not work with you. Not at all. <laughs> Flew over my head so fast, Knocker. Damn, you know I know, no, but I like the Des Moines, Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was laughing at. <laughs> that's this what he liked. Des Moines. I mean, Pete Carroll didn't sell tickets as dynamic as he was. He didn't sell tickets. Going 12 and 0 and winning national championships sold tickets. What sells tickets is the performance on the field. And I don't think in today's game, as opposed to yesteryear's game, right? I, I don't think it matters. I, I think that this guy decided to be a coach early in his life, and he's groomed himself to be a coach. Okay, he's 30 years old, but he has eight years' experience Ooh. as a coach. Ooh, eight years? Eight coaches have and been now you're going to get to put an entire, entire, an entire franchise? I don't have a problem with it eight at all. Eight years? He took a Washington team that sucked ass. And built them into the number three offense in the National Football League with a journeyman quarterback. Okay, Kirk Cousins probably kisses this guy's feet because he made him into a multi-million dollar contract signing quarterback. Okay? I don't have a problem with it. I don't have a problem with him being too young because he's only 30 years old. You know, I don't have a problem with that. Can he coach? Is this not okay, going to go say, Is this not a band-aid saying, okay, yeah, we're not going to have a stadium for another two years, probably? Okay, so let's get a young coach. So now we're we're going to go from complete opposite of Jeff Fisher. So we're going to appease the fan base that way. Hey guys, look at what we did. We completely different. But oh, if we suck the next two years because we have this little gap transition still before we get to our new stadium, where we can really sell ourselves to a really high frame coach, is a little bit of a band-aid. A little bit of okay, we have an excuse if this guy doesn't work because he is the youngest, and you know. Why not? I mean, it's just going from extreme to extreme. You had an old school, you know, unadaptable coach in Jeff Fisher who was awful. So now you're going to go to the young guy who you think can adapt with all the players and everything. But like Knocker said, it, it's all dependent on if he's going to win. But the Rams aren't going to be good. Let's not kid ourselves. The Rams won't be good for at least three years. At I least agree. two to three years. So his first hiring and getting Wade Phillips, that's a step. I mean, that shows me a lot. And his coaching pedigree, his mentor is John Gruden. So how bad can he really be? He was a quarterback at Marist. He was a defensive back, played all four years. He's been an offensive coordinator, a tight ends coach. You sound like Knocker before the show right he now. Has, he has – the one thing is he has a lot of experience for how young he is. 
So it's not it's not necessarily about his age. It's about what's his coaching pedigree. And his coaching pedigree looks pretty damn good on paper, if you ask me. I mean, and the Rams suck, so what else What else are they going to do? And compared to the other guys that got hired, right? The guy in San Diego and, and, and yeah, you know, Denver. And he's got just as much coaching experience as those guys. Okay, they're a little older, blah, 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 but real coaching experience. Now, let me ask you this. The Rams have the youngest team in the NFL. Who are they going to relate to and who's going to be able to motivate them more? The dead piece of wood that was Jeff Fisher? Or this guy who's excited and new and, and understands today's offense and understands today's league and the nuances of the players and can relate Man, to their I would just be a little more excited if I knew I was going to see a Mike Shanahan or John Gruden coach team than a Sean McVay. The only thing that I would say... Kyle Shanahan? Or I'd take his dad. Give me his dad. Come out of retirement. <laughs> Either one of them. Honestly, I don't give a shit. tickets for StubHub. <laughs> hey, you know what? Those people are surprised, and those are good tickets. Yeah, those right? are. No, but if, if you're going to go relatable and you're going to go like that, Vance Joseph, who got hired by the Broncos, he's only 44. He's the third youngest coach in, like, NFL history. Yep. So, Mr. I mean, Tamble, if you're going to go relatable, you go Vance Joseph. I would have liked to see Kyle Shanahan. Me too. Not with the 49ers because they're where he's terrible. Going. Yep. But he's going to probably be a Josh McDaniels just because they're going to be so terrible. It's not going to be his fault. Yep. Dan, what, you, what are your thoughts over there? Timeout. What? No, he's There's, going to. They, they they're said expected. He's, yeah, he can't talk. To, they're not going to let him talk till after this week. So, Dan, do you like signing with the Ramsman? What are your thoughts, this young well, coach? For, first of all, I think saying the coach is younger than you is a phrase that you're going to hear more and more coming <laughs> yeah. out of your mouth the rest of your life. I better get used to it, right? <laughs> I know, right? It's, I am getting up there a little it's, bit. It's a transition time for you. <laughs> no, I... I think the problem is the fans completely lost faith in what Fisher was doing and right. the booze and everything else that was going on just turned that whole thing around to where they said, we got to pull the trigger and do something. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure it was the, the right move. Maybe you could have held out a little longer, see what happens next year after Goff's got a little more right. air under his wings and everything else. Then maybe, you know, if you have to make the change, you make the change. Mm-hmm. I don't like... You know, when they make the change right there, right in the middle of the, you know. Yeah, it's a little quick. Just, uh, you know, it's too, too Do you quick. think they should have held on to Fisher for another year? I think he, they should have held on to him going into the next wow. year. Wow. And, and give him some time. I mean, they just moved the team. They're adapting to everything good, going on yeah, out here. And, true point, man. And getting, you know, maybe he changes who he's got running the offense or defense. You don't know. So maybe yep. he was ready to pull the trigger on something but he didn't get to the end of the season get a chance to do it yeah i just have a feeling that the rams are just waiting to pull the trigger on the coach but when this new stadium is finally built like i feel like that's when you're gonna find that that's when everything's gonna start over and refresh i think it's a little bit of a band-aid but we'll move on here the team that's gonna come be playing with them knocker the los angeles chargers after 50 years we can move from san diego back to where they originally started in los angeles knocker and uh, my first complaint, number one, is not only that their owner is a douche, but also, <laughs> what is this? If you guys are looking right now, that watching, so this logo right here is complete horse shit and the worst logo I've ever seen in my life. Not only is it that you stole the Dodgers, then you just put like a bayonet on the end of the L. <laughs> right. And then, oh... Uh, this is your first logo. You're like, let's think of the exact same color of Dodge. No, we'll just change it. It won't make it, you know, the satin sky blue and the yellow gold. This is crap knocker. That's not only crap logo, but that's just to sell to every 
Cholo Mexican that wants to buy the LA gear hat gear. It basically looks like a Dodgers. They can sell it. It's merchandising. That's you know, all it is. You know, you know what that is? That's all it is. Six minutes in Photoshop. Yes. That's what that is. But that's millions they paid whoever that was to come up with that. They <laughs> yeah, I know. So that if, if that's what you want, we could have had the kids in second grade come <laughs> right. up with it. Shit. I, I, I mean, could have done that. God. Yeah. <laughs> Put a bayonet on it, guys. It's ridiculous, look awesome. Knocker. Now, they got a new coach, Anthony Lynn. Their new coach, Knocker, an African-American coach, for all those not sure. He's 48 years old, took over Stephen the Bills. A. Smith. Took over the Buffalo Bills uh, <laughs> offensive coordinator this season after Greg Roman was fired only two games into the season. Later, later served as the interim head coach once Rex Ryan was fired. Rex Ryan? Rex Ryan. Rex Ryan. But, Knocker, I think it's a bad start <laughs> when, Buffalo Bills. when you hold your press conference. And uh, you don't even remember what uh, where your team is from, as uh, their coach during his press conference <laughs> decided he, he forgot that his team had moved all the way up. Knocker, right? He's just nervous. He just he's just a little nervous here. Little Let me nervous. play it for you. Here we go. How about the fact none of the San Diego trucking companies wanted to take the job to haul them? Yeah. Out? <laughs> that's it's fantastic. A, you know, really? Are you serious? Okay. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's a big, big thing on the news and said, I'm sure there's no, some Dan's guy in LA. Right. Go, I'll yeah. drive down and get this. You, stuff did you see that there's no, actually right. LA yeah. moving companies that are signing up for that too? There's That's like awesome. 10 L.A. moving companies that said, nope. Boycott. Yeah, boycott and moving them. There's like almost 30 moving companies now that said, like, awesome. F they, yourself. They did it wrong. They should have done, like, Baltimore and move in the middle of the night. Right. Right. Gonna I get, know, right? They're going to get starving students You know what? Someone brought, someone brought up a good point that it was, what was the moving company? Mayflower. Mm -hmm. They said that they moved the Baltimore Colts. Right. And they moved him to Indianapolis. Nobody ever used Mayflower again because they were so pissed, pissed that off. they moved the Colts away. <laughs> I imagine so. Right? Well, Which was pretty who funny. Who wants the black cloud, right? Well, you know, know what's even funnier is when your new coach doesn't even know what city he's coaching. Here we go. Folks, I am pumped. I am so proud to be the head coach of the Sydney, uh, L.A. Chargers. <laughs> Excuse me? Uh, what was that? Folks, I am pumped. I am so proud to be the head coach of the Sydney, uh, L.A. Chargers. Oops. <laughs> That's Is that just a bad omen already oh, for yeah. the team, Knock? That sound like uh, my God. That sounded like Sarkeesian after Alabama <laughs> lost the championship game. Uh, 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 you're calling for the Husky. I mean, uh, Bama. <laughs> Hilarious. Now you know what? I think the NFL really, really scoot up here. I, I think because everybody's saying, you know, oh, they could have done more and they should have done this, they should have done that. I think what the NFL really should have done is what they did with the Cleveland franchise. Did you want to move the team? Fine, move the team. But everything, because eventually they're going to put a team back in San Diego. One way or another, they're going to put no, a team back No, I don't think there. so. Uh, something will happen. Um, but even then, you leave the history there. You want to move, you want to change it, you leave the history there. You rebrand the, the name, team. The name yeah, I Chargers agree. stays I agree with in you San too, Diego. The history stays in San Diego. And now you call yourself. Knocker, because it's a very good point, what you're bringing up right now, because I think that every, everyone in California is pretty much a fan of a team from another state. Would you say? Because we haven't had one for Absolutely. so long. Yes. Pretty much. So if you're on that, you know, if you've been a fan of, let's just say, the Titans or some the Jags, and you're just waiting for a chance to just jump ship and have a reason to, mm -hmm. Chargers come up to L.A., but I think I'd be more inclined to jump ship to a team that has a different name, fresh start, than, oh, it's just the Chargers. Yeah. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, you're not selling me on the team because it's the same team. It's the Chargers. Yes. All we got was the Chargers. We don't want the 
Chargers. Right. Give me a new team and I'll, I'll jump ship. Yeah, I think it would have been much better. Even as them. a Cowboys fan, I'd buy some gear of a new LA. I'm not buying yeah. crap at Chargers gear. With that logo. You know what? The, something yes. else. You know what they're going to change it to? The LA Lightning Bolts. Exactly. They're going to make it something very close. Yeah. the li- like a little bit off. The Lightning were funny. They tweeted out on their yeah. official Twitter account that, yeah, me and the Dodgers didn't have a baby. <laughs> yeah. And, you know what they should have done? Yeah. What they should have done when they moved is instead of, you know, obviously, because they started out as the LA Chargers, just go back to the original logo. I thought the original logo was sick. Yeah, I like it. Too, I liked it a lot. Why, why did not just do that? That's easier. Yeah, I don't understand. But sticking with them, Knocker. There's a couple reports out yesterday that Philip Rivers was not very happy with the move and thinking about maybe, maybe doing a trade or sign and trade with the uh, 49ers here, Knocker. Maybe moving over there if he had a choice of the coach and the GM. But it looks like those have been put to kaput because where did that come from? I mean, did that come from his mouth? No, it came did from. Did he say that? Uh, well, online? it was said that he said it. It of was course. said that he said yeah, it. Yeah, well, it's said that. Well, he decided to go on our boy Jimmy Kimmel's show and put it all to rest here. Him and Joey Bosa, they swore on Jimmy Kimmel that they're going to stay in L.A., and it was pretty funny. Here we go. About moving to L.A.? I, I'm, I'm warming up to it a little you bit. You are? Yeah. Did you That's have... 13 years in San Diego. Yeah, yeah. It's, you make a home there, and San Diego's real nice, and now you have to come here, and everybody's weird. What we have to do is swear you in. Are you ready to participate in this? You agree to be sworn in? Guillermo, bring it in, and here we go. This is Los Angeles, and you will be representing. I'd like to ask you to please. These aren't yours, are they? They're not mine. Place your hand on this pair of yoga pants. One hand. Red hands. Yeah, raise your other hand and repeat after me. Okay? I state your name and number. I, Philip Rivers. Philip Bosa. Number 17. Do you solemnly swear, solemnly swear. Do solemnly to play swear. football in the great city of Los Angeles? To play football in the great city. To play football in the great city of Los Angeles. <laughs> to try to be better than the Rams, which shouldn't be that hard. <laughs> <laughs> to try to be better than the Rams. I'll let him say it. It shouldn't be that hard. I will embody hard. the spirit of L.A. I will embody the, the spirit of L.A. By adding avocado to everything I eat. <laughs> <laughs> avocado to everything. I'm not a fan. I'm sorry. I, can't I will Instagram one. my Soul Cycle classes. <laughs> I, will. I don't have Instagram. Oh boy, you guys are not gonna fit in at all. <laughs> I will learn to pronounce quinoa. Quinoa. I think I got that. I will yeah. pay seven dollars for juice every day. Oh. I will rescue a Chihuahua and carry it around. <laughs> I'll do that one. I'll do that one. I will that. take selfies while driving. Yeah. I will never eat gluten. I will never I will get implants in my butt and injections in my face. Finally, most importantly, I will do everything in my power to marry and eventually divorce a Kardashian. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's just a little bit from last night. So it looks like they're going to be staying here, Naka. And I think that's great. I think in order to sell themselves here, they need to just do that. Okay. They really do. They need to do anything that's not football related and just go on these things. Yeah, I think that, I think going on Jimmy Kimmel's late night shows will actually get me to kind of like, open exactly. up, show me who you are, show me a little funniness. Be, I might kind of like you. people and yeah. have the place buy into you as human beings, yep. not a franchise. Yeah, I agree with you. Now, Knocker, someone that uh, might not get as good of a round of applause is their owner, Mr. Dean Spanos here, Knock. Um, who, uh, did, now, you, you're the one that brought this up to me. Their turnout today at the uh, Chargers, what is it like their Fired up fest. There, what did they have earlier today? They were coming out party. Oh, their kickoff the, event. Kickoff event. Yeah. Uh-huh. And there were literally, knocker. There was more people at a uh, 
Montreal Expos game back when they sucked than there was at this game. There right? are more people at a midnight showing of the Rocky Horror Picture Show <laughs> than showed up at this kickoff event. It's horrible. There's more people at my softball right? game watching softball the other right? day. My God, it's horrible. They had booers out there. Just right? Live gluten-free had more people <laughs> than the Chargers is, had. Yeah, exactly. Is there anything they can do? Is there anything he can do to no. try and change the view of what – I mean – He's no longer him and his kids are the name is shamed in San Diego now. I mean, you can't yeah, go in San I Diego just don't with think that. He cares. You don't? Not anymore. Not anymore. That's done. That's that's past history. I don't know. Whatever you guys gonna do, whatever. Yeah. The guy that owns the the Ravens is doing okay. Yeah. You know they got over it. He got you know you gotta do what you gotta do, man. Yeah, I agree. I mean, Cam, what are your thoughts here on on Chargers finally you know coming up here to Los Angeles? Will you? Do you see you or any of your friends rooting for them? Hey, what 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 is the you know crowd what? around you feel about? Because you're in that kind of millennial class, you know, you're young twenties. So, so obviously, I will continue to be a Broncos fan, and I love that I can actually go to a game every year, which is going to be great. Local and see your Broncos. Yeah, we get yes. NFC see? and AFC teams now. So. Yes. So if they play the Rams and or the Chargers every year, I'll be I'll be all right with that. But I guarantee that if the Chargers are more successful than the Rams consistently. There will be a lot of people jumping ship to root for the Chargers, just like Laker fans jump ship to root for the Clippers. They will become the Clippers of L.A., which isn't necessarily a bad thing if you're successful. Think about it. They had five wins this year. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I know. If you're the Clippers, you're not successful. successful. Well, not, <laughs> not overall history, good. but in not, recent. You're very good there. Good point. Yeah. I'm going to give you a ding for that one. Very smart guy. In the last five years, Clippers. They're still not successful. <laughs> they got more fans than the Lakers, probably. Yeah. That's okay, but that doesn't make them successful. Well, poor uh, Clippers. Yeah, poor the Clippers. Successful crowd. Yeah. Oh, okay. The, yeah. The, yeah. He uses that lightly. You know the what? word "successful." The successful playoff entry Clippers. They get participation medals every yes, time. They do every year. <laughs> every year. Every year they win. <laughs> All right, guys, we're gonna get to break here. Uh, we're gonna All get. Right. Yeah, we get to a little break because I, I don't want to yeah. cut into the games. Uh, without getting our full, you know, input with them. So, knock. Right. got your song of the week coming up. I'll get to that in just a second. But, again, we're going to get to our championship weekend here coming up. we got some big games on Sunday. Again, Packers, Falcons, Patriots, Steelers. We're going to get some Lebronski, Flopski over here. And, again, CP3 not looking good for the Clips. A-Rod getting his own talk show, really, about money? Are you kidding me? So, we'll talk about that more. But, first up, Knock, we got your song of the week. What do you got this for us this week? This will be the last song of driving songs. I may have played this on the show before, but I don't care. I have a short memory, and I really give a fuck. You know, good. It but it's one of the tips. You can just put this song on and just drive in the desert, top down, get up about 85 degrees, and just, you know, test the wheel and get lost in the song. So this is a song by uh, Bob Seeger. It's called Fire Inside.
Burning you up, burning you 
right. You need a shot. I think we need to do shots, Knock. I think it's tonight. It's tonight for shots. So welcome back, though, back in the uh, Juicy Whip Studios. Uh, I want to thank everyone for uh, taking the time to download our podcast every week. Again, we continue to grow and grow and grow, and we appreciate it. Uh, we've got uh, our boy Cam in the house. He's been out for the last month, though, so uh, everyone give a shout out to Cam back in here. Cam, what's your Twitter? Just so everyone, because you, you got good sports stuff. C-B-U-L-L-O-C-1. There you go. Follow him, guys, because he really hits some good stuff with Twitter, and uh, he's also looking for a job. So uh, <laughs> hit him up there Please. as well. Again, <laughs> uh, you guys follow Budknocker at Budknocker on Twitter. I'm at Real Josh Pacheco, and the show is uh, sportscast underscore THN. Going to get to Shot of the Week award brought to you by Fireman's Brew. Knocker's been pounding now the firebirds brew today yeah knocker how many good, blondes man. did you do today uh, i'm on about my fifth blonde your I'm, fifth blonde in yeah, one day yeah damn you're, you're talking beer <laughs> no. beers no i've had two <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i'm just a sweet transvestite right, have you had a finger up your ass well one of his blondes no, did one of, the, <laughs> one of the blondes did <laughs> he didn't mind <laughs> i just put a man's head in my mouth <laughs> you know all right knock when did I, I don't know when I said that. I, I have no clue. All right, Knock, let's get to Shot of the Week. We're brought to you by Fireman's Brew again. Official beer sponsor of the show. Check them out at firemansbrew.com. On Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. They're on pretty much every local market. Ralph's, Vaughn, Staters, anywhere you can find them. Staples Center, Dodger Stadium. And if they're not near you, again, hit them up on their website, and they will get some beer out to you guys. So, all right, Knock, what do you I had have? A, I had a guy at work that did exactly that. What do you do? I, I took in some brunettes. Right? Yeah. He, he liked, liked them so though the much. Eight, the eight percenters, those he are liked them good. so much. He went on the website and and hounded down a place where he could go buy them. No he, shit. Yeah, absolutely. That's fantastic. Uh, he was very impressed. He's Hell like, yeah, Dude. that's great. I'm glad he was able yeah, to do that. That's cool. Sure. I'm spreading the love out there. All right, Fireman's Brew. What do you got, Knock, for your shot of the week? Okay, my first one goes to the dude who bet on the Packers. Oh yeah, I got the ticket right. Nine right. games ago. Yeah. Jesus. Put three hundred dollars down on the Packers and let it ride. Dan, did you hear about this? Because I know no. you're de- you're a degenerate like us. Did you hear about this? No. Okay, okay we can- go ahead. Knock it your shot. Go ahead. Let him go ahead. go ahead. You probably know more about it than I do. Okay, on week week eight, uh, the Packers were at the time four and six, and they had to basically win out every game to make the playoffs. So this guy took three hundred dollars on that first game, bet it on whoever they played, won, rolled it over the next week, week nine, won, rolled it over the week ten, won, rolled it basically all the way up. To the Cowboys game last week where he won $26,000 just from betting on the Packers every week since week eight. He's now put, you can set the ticket out right here. Ticket cost $28,000 to pay $76,000. Dude, if they beat the Falcons, if they beat the Falcons, this guy turned $300 into $76,000. Yeah, like at a certain point, I'd be like, no, I can't roll it to the Super Bowl. Like, you, you got to take minute. it. Really? You don't do it? You don't? I mean, Rogers carried you this long, nah, man. For 300 bucks, I think I let it ride again. Dan, what do you do? Oh, you You're degenerate. Uh, I, I put 100 on Boston Red Sox to make the World Series. Okay. This, and I'm, I'm blanking on the year, but this is playing the Yankees. They have the lead, they're ready to go and come around and line drive out. In the ninth, to screw me out of my cash. <laughs> and if you know, bitter degenerate if you, gambler. If you know what gamblers do, 
You never remember the wins. Oh, <laughs> oh no, no. Oh, no. You remember the bad beats, man. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's that God. last play of the game, stupid-ass touchdown that yeah. loses yeah. the I said, spread by one point. So if we took a poll here, I'm all four bitter. of us, <laughs> if you had this money with this guy and you had the 28000 uh, whatever, 26000 you knocker go to you wouldn't not roll it over to on this game on the Falcons or would you? Oh, absolutely. It's $300. You would. What do I, I okay, so I lose $300. Okay, so if you win this one, do you roll it to the Super Bowl? Hell yeah, cuz I think they'll be favored in the Super Bowl. Dan, what would you do? I really <laughs> worry about the Falcons this week. So okay. I, I think I you might cash out at 26. I'm, I might cash out and have a party. <laughs> All right, what are you doing? In my Kim? current economic situation, <laughs> I am taking the money I and running. I would have bet the <laughs> Anyways, I I, I mean, I was, I was losing my shit last year when I put $20 on Clemson before the season even started and they got oh. to the national championship game and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm going to win 500 bucks." Like, come on. <laughs> Rock. All right, so uh, again, I probably let it roll on this game. Say I like the Falcons. And if I was if, if I was a degenerate gambler, I'm taking who 76 has, and cashing out. If man. I was in Bud Knocker's position, let it ride. Let yeah, it ride, baby, let it ride. Right, because it's only 300 bucks essentially to you, right? Bucks, and that's the, you, you spent that two months ago. Knocker, Honest, 25 G's right? would be nice to have in your pocket right okay, now. Okay, well maybe you take the 28 and put 10 on it. <laughs> the excitement, <laughs> right? right? It's a total. Take it's the 18, back that ass up. <laughs> <laughs> As you're walking up to the ticket table, you're like, all right, you just take 20 grand out of the bet, initial bet. I'll, bet this. <laughs> I'll, I'll stick to five grand. I mean, I, I honestly think that, and it's probably a horrible thing to say, I think the excitement of just watching it is worth the 28 or whatever. Yeah, it's going to be insane. All right, Doc, like, that's a good shit. shot. I like right. that. So, what else you got? goes to the Hall of Fame class of 2017 for baseball, Jeff Bagwell. On Pudge Rodriguez and oh, Tim yeah. Raines. Did you see the video on Pudge today when you got the call? Just uh, crying like yeah. a baby with the sun. Fant- yeah. Absolutely fantastic. Um, he was really good, and uh, yeah, he I deserves just, it. You know, he was he was uh, a great defensive catcher. He put up all the uh, offensive numbers. Um, was a leader for for uh, all the teams that he did play for. So I don't have a problem with any of that. See, Bonds, Bonds and Clemens didn't get in again. They shouldn't. Um, b- uh, oh. Bags, Bags, Never really proven steroids, blah, blah, blah. I'm not really sure, but the guy could do it all. He was smart. He could run the base. Stayed with he the same team. Average, stay with the same team. Those are some great Houston Astro teams with the Killer Bees back there. So I think he deserves it. And Tim Raines. Tim Raines played for a lot of years and was productive almost Stole a lot every, of bases. Single, every single one of those years. He did, but he played good defense. He hit for average. I don't have a problem with uh, uh, any of those three guys. So okay. congratulations to them. I like it. Um, my other shot of the week goes to Adore Jackson. I'm very saddened that he's taken this. Uh, I think the injury in the um, Rose Bowl uh, was a factor in his deciding to leave USC. But um, so much joy watching a player yeah, man. of his he is amazing. talent he is so take good. the field in the Cardinal and Gold. He did so many things. I went yeah. to the U to the to the Notre Dame game. He ran a kickoff back. He ran a punt back. Insane. He just does everything. In my opinion, he's the best all-around player in the country. Coming out of the I draft, think he left a year too early. I would have stayed, but. Then again, thank you, Dory, for your all money, the memories. Man. Go get your money. My shit of the week goes to that Charger um, kickoff event oh, where God. 12 people showed up. Yeah, dude. And Seriously also, for Christmas! Shitter is full of Chargers, Stephen A. Smith. Oh, God. Uh, his comments about the hiring of Sean McVay. <laughs> he starts off saying, well, he's paid his dues. He's been a winner. He's done what he had to do to get this thing. And then four, 20 sentences later, he's too young. You're asking this young guy to be a leader of men, blah, 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 blah. And you were still okay with me. You, you were still okay. I was buying some of your horse shit. And then you had to drop the race card. 
well, you know, a black man ain't going to get that opportunity. But dude, stop it already. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. Stop. Uh-huh. Like Tomlin was 34. <laughs> They've hired other young coaches. Just, just, dude, you're talking out your butt again. I don't know why you're in the position that you're in. I love black people! It had nothing to do with his race. Nothing. All right, be nice. Hey, stop. I think we got a caller on the line here, Knockless. Hopefully this uh, phone system's still working until we get it fixed next week. Let's see. All right, caller, you're on the line with us. Who we got? Oh, you know what it is. Uh, it's your boy. I'm selling with you, baby. What's up? You know what it is. What's going on, Blackout? What's going on? Let me play your, let me play your, up, in- let me play your intro. What's going you. on, players? All right, here Big we go. Big time players on the West Coast. What's happening with you? Here we go. Here we go, Sailor. Oh. Let's hear that Sailor. I mean, my new... Yeah, y'all seen the little picture I put on Twitter. <laughs> on the Twitter. I saw that Peter Pan boat you put out there, man. That was, that's awesome, though. That was good stuff. Boy, that, 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 that 2017 new Peter Pan ride right there. <laughs> Oh my God! Did you tweet the picture out, knock on our Twitter? Uh, yeah, of course I oh, did. Oh, do you man. have to check that out? That is great, right there. So, how is it in Atlanta? Are you still riding high with the Falcons win? Oh my God, man! It's the 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 it's building up so bad out here. These cats, it, it, like I said the other night, man, it's about to be a bunch of strippers that's about to make their rent for the oh. next six months out in this joint. Oh my God! This, Boy, I'm telling you, this this city is on straight fire right now. And then it it makes it so bad because, you know, everybody thinks, you know, the Packers, they're on their road, you know, they're going to come in and do – I'm sorry to say, the buck stops here. That's uh, hey man, I mean, I'm with you, Blackout. I, I chose Falcons last week. I'm pick, I'm gonna be pick. We're getting to our picture in a second. I'm gonna be taking them again, man. I think this is the most solid team on both sides of the ball. You guys have had the whole time. Matt Ryan, Julio Jones have been there. Your running backs are fantastic. You guys can throw the ball spread around up and down the field. Your defense, which is beca- has been basically. Not talked about the whole entire season is actually very good defense. Your uh, defensive front is very good. I-, I like you guys this weekend, and I like where the Falcons are going, man. Yeah, because it, it everything happened. You know, the, now I'm be honest with you. Defense was garbage at first. Yes. it was. It was hard. It was horrible. But that's it the was, bye week. It wasn't that's until the bye week. It wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't until after we played the Eagles that everything changed. After the Eagles just took our ass to the woodshed and beat the hell out of us, and then it was like a spark went off, and then ever since then it was it was we were just balling. Yeah, no, it's been so. it's going to be a good game. Obviously, a big shootout this weekend. Last game in the Georgia Dome as well, man. So you know that place is going to oh, be that, absolutely rocking. Are you going to buy a couple seats, that, man? That, they're selling them for I think for what six hundred dollars a pair or something like that. You're going to buy a couple seats for the home. Am I? Did you ask me if I'm buying tickets? No. Are you buying a, the seats? They're selling the seats from the Georgia Dome for I think six hundred dollars a pair. Are you going to buy a couple? Of Hell, I, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I didn't hear you on that one. But I, I did hear you that time, and I'm gonna tell you like this. Hell no. I'm gonna take a picture. I'm gonna take a picture for free. Sheesh. 
<laughs> I love how bluntly honest you are. That's fantastic. That's awesome. That's, That's awesome. Well, hey, nope. uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, no, I was just saying. I was saying those seats ain't that damn precious. <laughs> Hey, man, well, I want to congratulate you on your Falcons. Again, I'm going with them this weekend, man. What a big game it's going to be. Matty Ice, Julio Jones versus that crazy Aaron Rodgers. We'll see what he has up his sleeve this week. But, hey, dude, we want to appreciate you calling in the show, and you definitely get one of our shot of the weeks, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, I know. I love y'all, man. And y'all just um, look out for your boy because I'm going to need some bail money if we go to the Super Bowl, <laughs> man. We're going to the Super Bowl, and we win it. I'm going to be on national news running down the street butt-ass naked with a, with a bottle of Crown Roll in one hand and probably setting some shit on fire in the other. That's fantastic. Uh, so that's the greatest quote. I love that we'll shit. We'll get the GoFundMe going right now. Yeah, we'll now, get the GoFundMe for Blackout's Get Out of Jail free card here. So, Hey, homie, do you have your show going? If you do, pimp it out, man. Do you got something uh, I, I It is coming. Uh, we're we're probably going to end up being uh, a couple of more uh probably about another month out okay. but uh it's going to be d2 radio uh past the rock the sports show it's going we're going to set ourselves up on thursday night past the rock is that um, like uh cocaine or is that uh, <laughs> is that a show hey 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 i would I, I would i would kindly ask you to stay out my personal business <laughs> but uh, uh <laughs> What I do in, in my bathroom on my records is my personal business. Oh my God. <laughs> and, uh, nah, that's the day with a show, man. <laughs> but, yeah, bro, that's the day with a show, and I appreciate y'all giving me that chance to shout that out. So, y'all got to tell me, man, what, what, what am I going to do on Wednesdays if y'all going to take this uh, next month or two off? Now? I know. Well, your show Apparently will be going. you're going to pass the rock. <laughs> <laughs> Well, hell, I'm trying to, but I got to get this revenue up because that damn blow is costing me a hell of <laughs> That eight ball ain't cheap, brother. I'm just, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Oh, dude, I love you, bro. Man. Best, man. Hey, man, love y'all, man. Love Go Falcons. Go rise Falcons. up, baby. Y'all have a good one, man. I'll I catch up with y'all next week. All right, Go <laughs> Falcons, brother. Oh. Okay, that 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 was blackout. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He really needs to get a billboard that says, "Welcome to Atlanta. You can make your next rent for six months." <laughs> I'm telling you, this this is the new slogan for Atlanta. <laughs> that is the best stuff. I I've know. Heard. That's the best call, man. Atlanta, you can make rent for the what? next six months. God, yeah. he's like the greatest call every time he brings it. All right, Knox, are you, are you over? Are you done with you yours? Slogan? Make your rent. Yeah, make, make your rent. <laughs> Knox, are you done with yours? Uh, are you done? Yeah, I think I'm done. All right, you done? All right, my first shot's going to go for uh, just RIP Rest in Peace, uh, Jimmy Superfly Snuka, uh, former wrestler, great, uh, died at age 73, so we got to give a tip of the cap. Shot up to the uh, fallen, so we'll give him one. Absolutely. Uh, next up here, knock. What's my next shot for? I've got uh, oh Justin Thomas, going back to back no in Hawaii. Shit, knock. Man. I mean, raising up in the ranks. You know, he's just, he was just Spieth's friend, his buddy Jordan right. Spieth, and now he's he's up there, bro. He's the next. Yeah, superstar. he's golfing right now. So shout out to him winning two tournaments in a row there. So 
And uh, last shot goes to this. Now, Knocker, you've coached a lot of sports in your day, right? Uh, yes. Okay. Now, Knocker, you've given a lot of speeches to kids before games, correct? Yes. Okay. Now, I don't think you've ever given one just as bluntly honest as this coach is because I love him, Knocker. This is a coach giving a pregame speech to his Little League team right before the game. Okay? All right. Take a look. Let's hear it. I want to make – this is our last night. As you want to understand, last game of the season, Aiden, eyes on me. Aiden, eyes on me. I want to make sure you guys remember what our goals are when we step on this field. Jackson with an X. What's one of our goals when we step on this field? To, to do your best day. Okay, not even close. Uh, Blaine with a Y. <laughs> Blaine's not here. Blaine, did you get over that bloody nose you got? Yeah. Okay, good. What's one of our goals when we step on this field? We try, we try, we try, we try to win. Uh, I like the second half. Nate, you got another one? Uh, Rylan, you don't have any other goals. Aiden? Okay, negative Ghost Rider. All right. Did we learn anything this season? Yes. Our goal, our goals, no, not even close. Our goals are, listen, listen. Our goals are to hit dingers. Everybody better have their eyes on me. Eyes on me, Rylan. Hit dingers. Disgrace the pitcher's family. Make the other families, <laughs> other players cry and stomp their butts into the ground. Does everyone understand that? Does everybody understand that? Look, fellas, look, look, look. There are two types of people in this world. There's two types of people in this world. There's winners and there's losers. And just so that we're clear, every time we step on this field, our goal is to be a winner. And if your dad has said, oh, it doesn't matter whether you win or lose, just as long as you have fun, well, I hate to say it, your dad's a loser. Okay? So let's get, a, let's get our hands in. That team's pretty good, but we are gooder. So let's go gooder on three. Let's go gooder on three. One, two, three, gooder, guys. Here we go. Hands in. Hands in. Hands in. Come on. Talk to your English teacher here. Gooder on three. One, two, three, gooder. Coach ever in T-ball? That's, that's also like the one we did with with uh, St. Dorothy's when we we were down and we had all the, the eighth grade oh, yeah. girls. And oh, yeah. I brought them in and I said, look, we're down. We can win this. All we have to against uh, St. John's or, or uh, uh, St. Rita's? Uh, St. Christopher's. Was it St. Christopher's, right? St. Christopher's. Okay. All we have to do is everyone hit the ball, send the other team home crying. And they annihilated them. They were so happy to destroy these other girls. You have no idea. Eighth grade girls just want to crush other girls. girls. Yeah. I'm telling you. That was the best motivational speech I ever gave. I know. I'm telling you, man. Your fathers are losers. The most quotable quotable from that is we want to hit dingers and we want to disgrace the pitcher's family. (laughs) Exactly. So he gets my shot of the week, Nog. All right, uh, Dan, you got anything you want to give? Shout out for anything. I give a shot to Aaron Rodgers for the great yeah, job man. he did Got stepping to. back and doing that. By the way, Steve Molinari wanted me to bring up the fact that uh, America's team really didn't become America's team this last week. Yeah. And he wanted yeah. me to go and get I, all the all yeah. the Green Bay gear to wear. Yeah, I wear saw tonight. his little picture of his what yeah. his granddaughter is grand stupid. <laughs> 
I used to oh, like you, Steve-O. Uh, can I, I, I figured it, it'd be better men tonight. Yeah. Can I give it a minute shout-out? Sure. Whoever posted the picture of Hillary on Facebook, <laughs> quote, that's okay, I thought I was going to win, too. Oh my God, seriously, oh. Knocker. Shit. You know who I am? I've seen you before. You're the asshole on TV. I thought are. that was great. That's okay, Cowboys. I thought I was going to win, too. <laughs> <laughs> Suck my cock! I'll murder your family! <laughs> my, <laughs> All right, what do you got, Cam? My first shout-out goes to the Cowboys You're winning the Super Bowl. Because they did this year. You know, everybody knew that they would. Right? Cam, they, it's not like deal. they've only had one playoff win in 20 years. Jesus. It's not like the right? Broncos have had three Super Bowl wins by the time they won one playoff game. Oh, yeah, it's, but America's team. Okay. And my second shout-out mm-hmm. goes to... Uh, Jennifer Bale, who was in Texas, got a little story for you. Okay. okay. Robert came in, was robbing their family, and uh, this woman decided to perform uh, oral sex on this guy, enough for, uh. enough for her husband to hit the guy with a chair in the back of the head, ends up getting arrested. Nice. It's a bold Saves, strategy, Cotton. Saves, Let's see if it pays off. Yeah, right? <laughs> no, you know what you should play? You know what you should play is the head in the mouth. But anyways, so... But wait a minute. She I just put a man's guy head in my allow, mouth. To allow her to perform fellatio yes. as a distraction. Well, it, yeah, I mean, he... Wa- well, yeah. I so just put a man's it. head in my husband mouth. Husband just goes, boop, whacks the guy with a chair. He ends up getting arrested. Now, the best part of this story is what her husband said afterwards. She's never given me head like that, but we will talk about that later. For now, I'm just glad our children are safe. That was definitely not cock. <laughs> Wait a minute. You don't do that for me. <laughs> so my shout-out is to that because I saw that on the Internet, and I thought that was too funny to not post. That I, is I, awesome. That's pretty funny. That so that's, fabulous. That's, that's, and that's next time he's away. home with his wife, he's coming through the window. That's pretty damn funny. We're gonna role play. God, that is pretty damn funny. So, all right, Knox, was that all your guys' is? Uh, I think so. That's all your guys' shots. <laughs> I, I thought that was perfect. All right, I, love, <laughs> I, I think love that's love a good. That. I think that's a good inning. Wow, all right, Knox. Really getting into this. <laughs> <laughs> wow, great that, distraction. Oh, I'm that's really good stuff, it. Knock. All right, Knocker. <laughs> Let's get back to it here. I right, was gonna play the shot song real quick here, and uh, here we go. Don't even. Oh my that god! Malort you, challenge. No, have just you tasted don't. That? Yeah, uh, no, that it's sounds so terrible. bad. It's, it's so terrible. terrible. It's you know so what that terrible. Is, no. Malort. Okay. <sighs> Josh has tried this on Heidi and Frank. They do the Malort challenge. Malort is some god awful, awful liquor. That it just tastes. What does it taste like, Josh? A uh, it tastes a like used a condom uh, used condom with a little bit of butthole. How would you know Seriously. what a used condom tastes now, like? Uh, Actually, I rephrase that statement. That this, this, <laughs> this Irish guy during Prohibition, right? He he, this this was his liquor. He tasted horrible. Nobody else wanted. I have all that I want. So it's just horrid, just unbelievably horrible. We're gonna have to do it, Josh. Yeah, you're gonna have to get Kramer because apparently that's just. 
exactly what it tastes like. It tastes like dirty socks, ass, and a used condom. Yeah, it tastes well, pretty damn bad. I mean, I think we've done the jelly beans challenge, so I think we're preparing. Like, right. we got to keep some up. Right? <laughs> so true. I'm sorry. So who exactly identified the flavors in there? Um, I think that was me. Uh, yeah, we won't go there. Let's move on. <laughs> All right, here we go. Guys, we've got championship weekend. Two big games on Sunday. Coming down, who will be our Super Bowl contenders? Find out this weekend in two great games, Knocker. Finally, I think these games are going to be fantastic this weekend. Uh, let's get into the first one here. We're going to go over the spreads. We're going to go over the over-unders. Get your guys' thoughts here as we uh, run through Knock. I'll put a little... Little fitty in the back yeah, here for the weekend. Right. You know what I'm all talking about. Let me get it up a little bit for you. There you go. All right, knocker first up here on the slate. Sunday, the first game. I believe this game's going to be at noon. So a little different time here, but here we go. Packers versus Falcons. Packers versus the Falcons here. Knocker, obviously, we talked about what happened last week. Great win by Aaron Rodgers. Uh, in the last seconds of the game, it seems like he's been doing that every single week. Mm -hmm. uh, now on the road against the Falcons team, who now has a playoff game under their belt. The rust is off knocker that we saw with the Cowboys in that first half against the Packers. We saw what the Cowboys did in that second half. A completely different team kind of shut down the Packers here, knock. Uh, Packers on the road. The spread in this game in Vegas opened up at four. Pretty much stayed around that. It's about four and a half at most sports books, favoring the Falcons at four and a half knock, with the really? over-under sitting at a very high 61 Woo! points really? for this sucker. I've not seen a number that high for an over-under wow. in a while. In an NFC championship game? What are your thoughts here? I'll take uh, my pick after yours. Wow. Wow. This is very, very, very difficult. How do you pick against Aaron Rodgers right now? But the Falcons seem like you said this seems to be a little bit different, a little bit different attitude. Last game in the Georgia Dome. Um, he got everything going for Julio him. Jones, Matt Ryan, you got Coleman, Freeman, running back. You got some defensive players. Again, I just said. But you got Aaron Rodgers. Again, I just said that in games like this, you pick the pedigree. You always want to see the new blood, but the pedigree always seems to come out on top on something like this. So, um, that being said, I just, I just love drunk Falcons, so I'm, just, I'm gonna fly with this. Gonna you gonna go flying with drunk out? Give me a score here. What do you like? 38-35. 38-35. So you, it does go over the over, yes, it does. but they don't cover the spread. You stay away from that. 30, I don't like that spread. At you don't all. like that spread at and all. If it was if it was me, I'd back that ass up and, and bet the oh, Packers wow. on the money line. Oh wow! <laughs> Look, Jesus did knock. God, you can't do that. Back that ass up. <laughs> right. All right. No, I, I, I'm I'm gonna go with the Falcons, man. I, I really think that, that that they've been playing very well the last half of the year. Um, I, I, all right. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad we got Dan in here because Dan's a degenerate, just like all of us gamblers over right? here. Absolutely. So, Dan, what are your thoughts here on this game with the over/under and the spread? Who do you like, Atlanta Green Bay? I think this. Okay, I always pull for Green Bay, but I got to tell you, watching the Falcons, the thing that gets me right now is Ryan delivered to what eight, nine guys in the last game. Yeah. Yeah. He I mean, he's eight, spreading eight, around. Yeah, he's spreading the ball around. Yes. Okay. Very tough, and it's easier to find a hole in the defense somewhere. And I'm really thinking that if I'm betting this game, 
I'm going to take the Falcons. Take the Falcons to cover yeah. that. What about the over-unders? That's a high – now, you know, 61, man. You don't see that number in the NFL. I've seen a and 51, 52, and, man. And I, I, I think I'd have to go with the over. At the over-under stuff, yeah, man, it's going to be it, just a shootout, man. Because it's going to be a shootout. Yeah, I agree with you. Okay, so you're going to go well, – give me a score. What, well, give me a final score. What do you think? Knocker, what do you have, 38-35? 38-35. Okay. Four, 42. 42, I like it, man. 42, somewhere in the low 30s for somewhere around there. Yeah. All right, all right. What okay. do you got, Cam? What are your thoughts here? I think the underrated thing that is not being talked about as much in this game is the Packers shut down the Cowboys running last week. I think Atlanta... Well, I mean, Zeke got a, a little here, over 100, but still, yes, yes for the most yes, part, yes, they but did. that was in the second half. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree. The key for the Falcons this week is going to be controlling the clock because we know they can pass down the field. It's going to be controlling the clock with Freeman and Coleman to not give Rodgers so many possessions. What Dallas could not do in the first half. Exactly, which is why I think that the Packers ended up being... That was the key to them winning, so... I would take the I'm going to take the Packers with the money line and the over and I think the Packers come out victorious 37-30. Okay, wow. all, all right. right, not bad. I like uh, coming into the game knock. I'm kind of with you and Dan here. I think yeah, Aaron Rodgers hottest quarterback in football. Not going to have Jordy Nelson again. I think they caught Dallas by surprise in that first half. Obviously, it's indicative of what the score was in the second half. Uh, which is why I think that now the Falcons off, they've got that out of their system. I mean, you saw in that game against the Seahawks. Seahawks went down right first drive and scored a touchdown. You saw the rust on them, but they were to overcome, able to overcome it, unlike the Cowboys. In this game, I like, like you said, Knocker, you've got the aspect of the last game at home here. I think that's huge. I think that's going to play a big part in the crowd being amped up. And this is a different crowd than the rich Dallas Cowboys crowd. This is Atlanta. Not to say there's anything wrong with living in Atlanta, but you got a little bit more of your rowdy rowdy fans there going to be going to the game. I think it's going to be loud, a lot louder in that dome than it was in the Cowboys stadium. Like Dan was mentioning, I think their weapons across the field are just – they're going to put up 40. I, I really think that the, the Green Bay Packers secondary is – Horrible. Besides HaHa Clinton Dix, they really don't have anybody in that secondary. And I think that, like Dan was saying, I think they go into those low 40s. I really do think they get to that 42 number right around there. And I think that the you know Packers get to like that 31, 30, you know 33, 34 area. But I like the Falcons to beat them by a touchdown, beat them by that spread. I think Aaron Rodgers, he can only do how how much farther can how much more can he do? Uh, you know. Yeah. With, sure. with with so with he's they've got a number eighty eight running back. We haven't seen that since the forties. <laughs> yeah. Like you know when quarterbacks were fifty seven and crap like that. You know what I'm saying though? Like their running back is an eighty eight. You know it's just. I, I know Aaron Rodgers is fantastic. I praised him last two weeks being the best quarterback I've ever seen. But I think this is the Falcons year. I think they've got the most well rounded team, and, and I like them to take down the Falcons. Like Dan said, about forty two. 31 somewhere right around there. I like the over as well. So now you were in Dallas. Does that place get loud? Is it too big to get loud? It does get loud, but like I said, there's so much money. And there's guys in there that aren't there to be loud. They're there right. to for the ambiance of the stadium to be with their side so chick. All the real fans are up see, in the upper bowl. Yeah. I, I really it kinda for like me. The Kings game. Yeah. No, kinda. It's yeah. it's almost like a Staples Center game in a way where yeah, you've got your rowdy fans, but they're so far up top because they can't afford the bottom seats that I just don't think that 
the home crowd is like the Seattle or like the Atlanta teams where you're going to get more of those rowdy fans all around. But I like uh, Atlanta. So we've got three Atlanta Falcons, and you're on the lone Packers here, Cam. Discount double, double check. check. All right. Yeah, whatever. Uh, all right, B-Dogs. Plus, <laughs> Atlanta stock went up by saying that they got more hookers running around right now. <laughs> I mean, there's I know, right? Blackout I, already put it out yeah, there. Yeah, I, I think it's just, yeah, it's it's a given Which already. Is, I think Blackout pimping on the side. He's you, trying to jump up some that's gonna know, be a, right? that, you know that is going to be a crazy game, though. It, it is. concerns me that Julio Jones sat out practice on Tuesday or Wednesday. Maybe it was because of the hookers. Oh, it could be. All right, now can we get back? Going to go over this great Pittsburgh-New England game we're going to get here. We'll go over the spreads again, cover, get over our winners, and I want to get to our hot takes. A lot of stuff going around the world of sports. LeBronski, Flopski, we got CP3 going down for the Clippers. A-Rod, Tebow News, Dana White, Anderson Silva wants to fight the Dwarf. Conor McGregor. Is this ever going to happen, Knocker? I'm just sick of hearing yeah, it at this uh, point. You know what? That, that martial arts stuff is starting to turn it into start, Really? It start, it, Knocker? That's a great point. I want to bring that up later, show because for me, I, I feel the same way. All right, guys. We'll be back right after this. Next to me, yo. 
Super Bowl, and then we're going to take a little month off, going to revamp the studio, get a little work done to it, fix up the phone lines a little bit, fix up the cameras, get everything going, but again, big shout out to our golf tournament, again, April 29th, April 29th, guys, will be the tournament last Saturday in April, so again, I'll set up the uh, Facebook page and everything with all the information so you guys can uh, register. Get up early, get your money in early. It will sell out. It sold out the last three years, 48. Again, we've got 48 spots. We're going to have probably more than likely Frank Kramer down there once again from KLOS. We'll have uh, uh, Joel Joel De La Hoya. Mark Long will be down there from MTV. Joel De La Hoya will be there as well. So good time for all. Lots of prizes, lots of food, lots of beer, and a good time. It's a good time, man. Yeah, it's a good time. April 29th, mark it down the calendar. So, all right, guys, let's get to our next game here. Uh, Sunday night, we've got Patriots Steelers here from Foxborough. Going to be a good one. All right, now I think uh, the team that I think I have the most confidence in to take down the beast that is the Patriots is the Steelers. I think that's the one team... Uh, Besides, I, I don't think the Chiefs would have really had a maybe a little chance they beat him before. Andy Reid's kind of maybe got their number, but I like the Steelers' firepower here, Knocker, going up against the Patriots here that I think are a little bit overrated in this win streak they've had going. They, they, if you look at the teams that they've beat here, Knocker, over the last, uh, I guess you could say, eight to nine weeks here, not not the most cream of the crop here, Knock. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's get into our game here. Uh, first, uh, again, second game of uh, the week here on Sunday is going to go to... Steelers versus Patriots. Steelers-Patriots here, Knocker. Clash of the Titans here in the AFC. Uh, you look at the spread here. Let me uh, pull it up real quick. And it is going to be Pittsburgh. Going to be getting three. six points, man. Six. six points is what it opened up. The line has stayed steady pretty much really? everywhere. The line, the over-under wow. sitting at 51 to 50 and a half here, Knocker. That's pretty much stayed right as, as it opened there. Um, you got Patriots again on, at home. Pittsburgh on the road. The healthiest they've ever been in the playoffs with yes. all three of their stars. With Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell, and Roethlisberger. 
Uh, Rothberg a little banged up with his foot there. We saw him in a boot uh, last week or two, but he's going to be good to go as usual. Uh, you look at the Patriots. Tom Brady coming off probably one of his worst games ever in the playoffs here, Knocker, last mm-hmm. week. I think he had a couple interceptions. Most He had just as many during the regular season as he did in that playoff game mm-hmm. against Houston. Again, I'll go around the table first here, uh, Knocker. Give me your thoughts. Give me your uh, pick and give me your over-under pick. What do you got? First, may I say that that, that wasn't a holding call. I'm going to reiterate that. Okay, Harrison slipped on the turf. It looked worse than it was, and I hate it when referees decide a game. Okay. That being said, okay. um, you have to score more than 13 points or whatever, 16 points right. in, in your home field. Um, The one team, actually, there's probably two teams. The Baltimore uh, Ravens and the Pittsburgh Steelers are probably the only two teams that are not intimidated going into Foxborough. I, and I think Pittsburgh has an attitude that we just don't care who who you are or where we are. We're the Steelers, and we're, we're going to physically beat your ass and, and uh, see if you can score some more points than we do. That being said. <laughs> Keep going. It's the long, longest said, answer in the history right? of picks, but go ahead. That being said, it's just so difficult to pick against New England at home in, in a game this size. They're, they're pretty healthy. Um, again, they play – balance they spread the ball around uh, i don't think they're gonna approach the uh, over on that i think that's a pretty high number uh, i'm looking for new england to win this game 24 to 17 24 17 so you're gonna go with the under and yes, i'm sorry uh, johnny ice I, I, but yeah I, I just and you think the patriots cover that huh they scoot by about a touchdown i do wow knock that's a, that's I do. that's a hard pill to swallow for me okay what do you what do you got dan well, call you I'd like to see Dan anybody, anybody but New England. <laughs> I think most of America would. But. So, <laughs> based on that, that said, yeah. based on that, um, <laughs> I wouldn't bet against them, but I, I'll still take the pay, or Excuse me, I'll, I'll take the Steelers. Wow, I'll take the Steelers. I'll take the six and say I hope they kick the crap now, Dan, out of them. You know, you I'm, realize degenerate Dan over there. You have now your two bets are against Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. Yes. <laughs> Okay, yeah. I know, I know. Huh? I'm with you. I'm on. I'm on, on the outside always. Too. That's a. Hey, right? I'm with them I, too, though, because I, I don't agree go to, with them, I don't I go to Vegas, and I don't. I don't play straight up. I. Dave knows. I go the distance. I sit there and say, <laughs> I lost a hundred. Let's bet four. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Right, he was reaching into his sock into yes. his pocket to get Dan's more high school <laughs> motto: lose a hundred, bet four. All right, what do you got, Cam? Rally in the uh, Rally. in the matchup of the head to the roulette table. Who could Cameron hate more, Bull? <laughs> yeah, really. Um, <laughs> as a Broncos fan, I would hope that Gillette explodes All and right. neither of these teams win. All right. Uh, that being said, I'll roll and with that. The Broncos that. get voted into yeah. the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 yes. That's what I want to happen. That being said, um. Two big indicators last week. Tom Brady came off his worst game, and they still won. Yep. One by 20. Yeah. They and covered that 16-point spread. Yeah. I am not a big fan of, and I, I heard Cowherd saying this, and uh, a lot of people saying this, that the Steelers leave points on the field. Yeah. Kicking six field goals last week. Yeah, I know it's Kansas, disgusting with that Kansas offense. Kansas City has a great red zone defense, but New England's is better. New England has, I believe, the number one scoring defense in the National Football League. So I will take the over, and I will take the points. I, I actually I think the Patriots will cover. 
Yeah, the Patriots will cover. What about the over-under? What do you like on that? What's, what What was the over? I think it was, uh, what I have it at? 51 and uh, a half, I think. Was it 51 and a half? Oh. Knock? Is that what I had it? Oh, 51 yeah. Yeah, 51. And a half? Oh, no, 51. No. I'll take the under. Patriots will cover. Okay. He's with me. All right, knock. Smart I'll, man, that cat. I'm going to go with uh, my boy. Yeah, I do. I gotta kiss his ass, but it's also, I mean, I know I'm a Brady. Fix our shit, fix our shit, fix our shit, fix our shit. <laughs> but everyone knows I love Brady. I think he's fantastic. I love, I, I, I admire the guy. But there's something different about this Patriots team. I'm not as confident in this Patriots team as I have been in years prior. Um, again, whether it's like you said, Cam, you know, Brady coming off of this game here, not looking very good. Uh, hasn't looked good in his last three playoff appearances. If you look, go, go back and look at the numbers, um, I just think that that the Steelers play better almost on the road. I think the Steelers are. are there's too much emotion. There's too, you know what I'm saying, Knocker. You're shaking your head right now, but I think. There's too much. There's something at home with the Steelers where they get overhyped and they play outside of themselves. Where they don't. They yeah, like. I, I think that's one team that just is not intimidated anywhere, and I think they really are just warriors. I really do think, I think they, they rise to the occasion, and right? They love that. Yeah. Okay, we're underdogs. The Steelers are underdogs. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's like last you week. Know, we're underdogs the against the Chiefs. Right. Really? I think that's the attitude they take. Yeah. How crazy. And I'm with you, man. You got Tomlin, that perfect motivating coach on the road. I like the Steelers here, especially Steelers with the points. I love getting six points in the Steelers team. I think you take that bet all day long. I'm kind of with you, though, on the under. I think it's got, there's not going to be as much scoring as mm. you would think in this game because it's going to be cold as well. You're throwing a bunch of bricks around there. Um, is it gonna snow? Do we know? Do we know? I uh, uh, don't have weather Buffalo? offhand on me, but you know it's New England in middle of January. Also, it can't be I, much, I, I think another thing to consider is remember Gillette's got that open side of the stadium that Lord Hoodie doesn't like kicking towards. Right. So coin flip. Could Boswell's be, not gonna have six field goals this week. Right. So I, I mean that's that could be a big determination in the over under. And there's going to be chemical testing at this one. There's going to yes. be what? Chemical testing. Okay, on the ball? <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're going to see if there's helium in the ball. <laughs> they get it to fly further that way. So X-ray machines, they're sending each ball yeah. through before exactly. you Exactly. Mike Tomlin's going to trip. drug test the ball. So, yes. Yeah, they're, they're drug testing the ball, and Mike Tomlin's going to trip every returner. Right? Yeah. That's, that's what's going to happen. Over-under on Tomlin. And then Harrison's, Harrison's going to come out and beat everyone's ass off the sideline. And so Porter Harrison. Yeah, Porter, Porter. I mean, Porter. Porter's yeah. going to go tackle uh, Belichick <laughs> a couple times. So tackle Garoppolo so the Patriots can't be good for years. I just go break Garoppolo. Tarney Hardy in his ass. Right inside. Jacoby Brissett's <laughs> going to push a couple Steelers uh, on the sideline. I know. Wow. It's fantastic. Wow. Are you not impressed with Harrison though? I mean, come on. Dude's 38 years old. And just... Oh, just, throwing up weight? Just just playing like dude. a bull in a china yeah, shop. Yeah, he's man. fantastic. Very, yeah, he's very great. Very impressive what this guy's doing at that age, at that position. I... I I hate I hate that I'm gonna say this, but I, I think that guy's got to be juicing. He's got to yeah. be doing something. Yeah, wow, it's not natural. It's yeah, not natural. I don't think he's wow. juicing. I think he's been caught before, and I wouldn't say. Hey, okay, Romanowski. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's Bill Romanowski. Yeah, I'll agree with that totally. As a Broncos fan, hell yeah. <laughs> we loved it. Yeah, but that's the thing. The Steelers fans love Harrison. I love Romanowski. I don't know, man, really, really do. You think I think it's on, not huh? natural. Yeah, it's I mean, he's playing, and man. Mark McGuire just hit the weight room those yeah. few years. <laughs> Very ago. hard. Yes, I've been working hard in the weight room. <laughs> All right, guys. So those have been our winners. So again, we'll post them up at our website, sportscastlife.com. So uh, have a good, fun Sunday. Right now, we're going to span the world of sports and get you the rest of the hot topics that everyone's talking about from around the world. Here we go. <laughs>
fanning the globe to bring you the constant variety of sport. All right, B-Knock, uh, coming up in Wild World of Sports here. We're getting into a little bit of NBA. I wanted to, I'm trying to find this video real quick. Give me a second here. Uh, here we go. Let me bring it down in here. LeBron the flop master. I want to bring it down. <laughs> All right, knock. He'd make a great soccer player. He would. No joke, right? He would make he would a make very ultimate good soccer player. soccer player. All right, knock. First up here uh, in the world of sports here, we're looking at LeBron James. We saw the Golden State Warriors go and beat their ass by 30 points uh, the other night in Golden State. But you look at this game, there's a lot of things you need to know about it. First of all, the Cavs were playing to sit uh, Kyrie Irving and LeBron before the game and played him at the last minute. So this game really didn't mean as much for the Cavs as it did for more of the Golden State's confidence going in right. to the postseason. Uh, but during the game, LeBron James taking a hit from Draymond Green. Now we know Draymond, the, the king of, I guess you could say, kicking in the balls or flopping himself. But uh, this play came up, Knocker. I'm going to throw the video up and the audio at the same time here. Here we go. Goes down like a ton of bricks, Knock. Okay, you guys can watch this live. We're playing all the videos here as they put up LeBron, the flop master. Knocker, as you see the play here as we're running it, Thoughts real quick. I mean, he is running full speed. Draymond is a big guy. He's 260 effing pounds <laughs> at full speed, and he gets knocked on his ass with a little bump to the chest. Please. And then you got Draymond and following the, the play. Around. I'm a football player wearing his Ohio State gear. Yeah, you got Dr you got Draymond mocking him after the play, which is fantastic. You know, <laughs> they, oh, for LeBron. Has LeBron's flopping become a serious issue, Knocker, for you and the NBA? And is really is is it becoming a problem? Because it seems like every time he goes to the hole, he's either getting a foul called on him or he's flopping or something. Well, first of all, I don't take the NBA seriously. Just start yeah, through that, yeah. okay? Yeah. Let's just start right there. So, him flopping in the whole grand scheme, grand scheme of things of life doesn't, really doesn't mean anything to me. But the fact that he is arguably the face of the league. Right. And he's doing this stuff. Not respecting the game by doing things Nogger, like that. he to acted me, like he was dead. Look at this he picture. He acted like he got he, shot with buckshot like I wrote, point black ring. Yeah, like I wrote on our Twitter. It's that guy that passes out in the middle of the party and then gets a bunch of penises written on his face. That's right? what he looks like. Right? That's, That's happened to me before. <laughs> <laughs> ASU, baby. Yeah, it's That's happened to every one of us. <laughs> Actually, that happened in high school. Which <laughs> I, yeah, my friends are dicks. Yeah, right? I, I, you got splurging into your mouth. I mean, they get really intricate when you're drunk. Knocker. Dude, he got hit in the chest. His face never hit the ground. No contact was ever made with his head. And he's just acting like Joe Frazier just cold Knocked him ass. out, right? Like Tyson hit him. Like, Come <laughs> on, man. All that, call, all that says to me is... It's the biggest problem right now in the NBA is that it's top-heavy, man. I already know who's going to be in the finals. I knew before the season That's started. why it's boring. There's only three teams that you have to watch. I mean, you've got Golden got State, it. maybe the Spurs and the Rockets, then you've got LeBron and the Cavs. Not even the Rockets. You've got the Cavs, you've got the Spurs, and you've got... And that's it. And you've got Golden State. It's too top-heavy for me now. I don't need to watch it till yeah. the finals. I mean, yeah. and Cam, I know you're a basketball guy. Same. I mean, do you feel the same way? Yeah, I'm insulted. I mean, uh, this is no different than LeBron's doing throughout his whole career. I don't know why people are being up in arms now. If you've watched LeBron... LeBron's the only guy in NBA history I've ever seen that's 260 
barrels and lowers his shoulder into people and pushes off with his off arm, gets a foul call, or he flops and he still gets a foul yeah, call. It's unbelievable. I agree. I agree. But the problem is now is you don't get the benefit of the doubt when you're Draymond Green. When you're kicking people in the yeah. nuts and when you're Good diving point. at people, point. you don't get the benefit of the doubt. And it was a hard foul, but it wasn't hard enough for LeBron to flop back. I mean, he was coming in. And hit him in the chest. Not in the Mikhail Rambis league, man. No, it, on, I mean, man. no. It's not right? like, it's not like uh, uh, what was it, like uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar punching that guy in the face. I don't remember Kent who it was. Benson. Yeah. Yeah, where he Indiana. cold clocks him. Kent Benson, baby. It's not a bad boy Pistons taking down Larry right. Bird. Right. So. All right, moving on here with the NBA here. Uh, the Clippers right up town here that continues the injury bug. Not only did they lost Blake Griffin a little while ago, but now CP3 looks Again. to be out. Six to eight week knock, six to eight weeks knocker with a uh, torn ligament in his hand here. Uh, it happened during last night's game. And uh, knocker, you look at Paul, he's averaging 17.5 points a game, nine, uh, nine assists with five rebounds and about two steals a game. The Clippers right now, they're in third uh, with two by two and a half games, but you got the Jazz, Grizzlies, and Thunder all within four games right now in the West. And if you look at their schedule, it looks like there's a good possibility. By the time Chris Paul gets back here, probably in late March, early April, when the playoffs right around the corner, they're looking maybe to be in seventh or eighth place, man. They're looking at a first round on the road against the Spurs or the Rockets. I think it's just another doomed season for the Clippers, unfortunately. It's just... We've seen this it, team now together with Doc. Is it time to blow it up now? I is, mean, is it another doom season or is it another Clippers, Clippers season? Right. They go is hand in like, hand, yeah, right? It's Clippers. like, nah. Is it time to blow it up though, Kim? Like, is the Doc, CP3, Griffin, DeAndre Jordan thing? Is it? Is it over? Like, have they well, had their just time? So hard. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Cam. No, go ahead. Go it's ahead. just so hard because they've never been healthy. Every time they've gone into the playoffs, somebody's been hurt. So you really don't know how good they are, how good they could be, because you're always this and I will say this: they the should more fire the team doctor and get a new team doctor. That would help them out a lot. Black Falcons should be their team doctor. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know, I, I got here. what you need. Yeah. I got what you need. I got what you need. Pass the rock or whatever his podcast what is. Need, Take okay. a little bit of this. Go to the club. <laughs> it's like the guy in flight, Denzel. Yeah. He needs this, this, and this in the morning. And Don't touch the product. You on. never touch the product. And hold on to that. He's going to need that later. He's going to need that later. <laughs> I love that movie. Sean Goodman's so great in that movie. Give him some uppers, some downers, some sideways, some backwards, some forwards. So fantastic. Is this really tough? Do they blow it up? No, I think just not yet. I just, no. Because who was the coach year. before the white, uh, uh, the white guy, the white, the white coach, Nick, Vinny Del Negro? Oh, Vinny! Oh, but Vinny, Vinny got Del him Negro. to the same place. The doc is. I mean, Vinny took him to team. second round, right? With half, with half the team. The team. Yeah. You know, it's just gotten a bad rap. So again, Chris Paul out for the Clippers six it's, to eight wait, weeks. Wait, 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 wait! We're glossing over. Is Doc Rivers a really overrated coach? Because I, I think he so. is. He's only yeah. got one. I think he, besides I, that Boston Celtics championship. I mean, I mean I, that was lucky. Yeah. I really do think that was lucky, and the yes. fact that Bynum wasn't healthy, but also the fact that he had, remember before that, he had a terrible team, but they had Antoine Walker and Paul Pierce who were very good, and he's had a lot of talent, but he's underachieved as far I, as I I'm concerned. He's riding that championship. I agree with you. Yeah, I think yep. so too. All right, all right. Next up here, uh, A-Rod. Looking to get his own new reality show here, Knocker, from CNBC. It's going to be called uh, – 
straightening their lives out. It's going to be for it's called back the title back in the game for athletes that are straightening their lives out. A Rod, just so you guys don't know, uh, is not broke, so it's not like this guy uh, <laughs> yeah, doesn't have money. What he's owed he he's owed twenty one million dollars still in his final year of his ten year two hundred seventy five million dollar contract that he signed. He's estimated worth a four hundred eighty million dollars by Forbes Knocker. What do you guys say, man? A-Rod, I don't think he's the best athlete to be giving advice to, to other broke <laughs> athletes. I mean, okay, I know he's still rich, but... Where's the little drop of... It's Chris Tucker, right? Yeah. I don't. Uh, I don't give a fuck! That's the one. <laughs> I don't care what he does, what he has to say. I oh, my believe. God. Who the hell About A-Rod cares? I don't believe anybody anywhere will actually tune into this. Yeah. I, I, there'll be more people going to the Chargers games that will be watching this television show. <laughs> And that's not a lot of people. That's not a lot of people. That's <laughs> not right. a ringing endorsement. Right? Going straight to straight to cable. It's not. It's not. Not. Lastly, up here on the slate, just for all those Tim Tebow lovers, I'm sorry, but it might look like the be over. The Mets told him he's not coming to spring training. Yes. Right? So, Let's Tebow. get him out of sports. <laughs> get him out of sports. They're not a boy. That Mets. was coming. Shot of the him. week goes to the Mets for actually <laughs> saying no. We don't want Tim Tebow. Get the hell out of here. We can take him to Pope and get it over. I know, right? Can we just, you know, canonize yeah, him? Yeah, canonize no, no, him. He, he, can't, he can't because he's already a holy man. He healed a guy. <laughs> yeah, You've seen that. He did. He's Remember when that guy that he had a seizure Jesus. or whatever and he saved him? Yeah. Like, he read he some gospels on a prayer. He he's did. literally God. Like, that is proof that he is God. It's like, Tim <laughs> Tebow, man. It's the way he is. <laughs> He's a gamer, he's a playmaker, shut caller. He's a gamer, he's a playmaker, shut caller. Unleash him, Tebow. Let him go. It's time. Turn him loose. Let him play. Let him play. On Sunday. And all he does is win. All he does is win. One more day, one more win. All he does is win game. By the way, his offensive coordinator is back in Denver. Woohoo! Yeah, all right. Fantastic. All right, Knock. Lastly, up here. Now you see Jana White offering Connor McGregor, Floyd Mayweather, Floyd Mayweather, $25 million each for this fight, Knocker. Do you even want to see this fight anymore? Yes, or, I want to see this. This is going to be the greatest thing ever. Right right on, Hell yeah, right. baby. Okay, because <laughs> McGregor going against Mayweather is going to last the shortest fight they've ever seen. Yes. He cannot keep up with that guy's speed, even at 40, even retired. He could come back and prep for two weeks and kick the shit out of him. Yeah, I no joke. I'm with Dan, too. Mayweather in a boxing ring will destroy McGregor. But now everyone's hearing about, oh, well, there's a cash grab, man. If I fight McGregor, I'm going to make cash. Well, Anderson Silva, old Anderson Silva came out. He says, oh yeah, he calls like McGregor Freddie a Blassie dwarf. Wanted to fight again. Yeah, he's calling McGregor a dwarf. It's like, dude, guys, all these guys are going to come out and just want to get their pay. Silva and Hulk Hogan. Let's go. Let's just go. Ultimate Warrior. Bring him back from the yeah, dead. Let's, right? let's do that. Ultimate Warrior and Kurt Angle. <laughs> I'd watch that. Let's do a WWF like all-star, you know, version where we Did just get the old-timers out. Did you sleep with my wife? <laughs> <laughs> Promo. That's great. I like that. <laughs> oh, man, he'll kill him. All you right, know, I, I hope Floyd Mayweather took that $25 million offer, and I hope he got the cash, wiped his ass with it, and threw it in Dana right? White's face. <laughs> I mean, it's said, becoming more WWE every single day. It's yeah. kind of just kind of, I don't know where it's going to go. I really don't know where yeah. it's going to And there's, A, there's too many um, leagues, with Bellator and UFC and yeah, there's MMA. There's, there's, or there's way, pride and, fighting. And, and there's leagues. way too many rules. 
right? Just yeah, no I'm rules, sorry. right? No holds barred. Just yeah, I'm sorry. I can thumb your eye out. I should be able to thumb <laughs> your eye out. I agree with okay, you. Okay, and if you don't have the balls to get in the ring, I understand. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. I agree. Oh, oh, my God. I just thought of the Anchorman. Have you had a finger up your ass? <laughs> I just thought of the Anchorman quote where he's like, all right, street riding fools, uh, street fighting uh, rules. All right, no clawing of the eyes and no touching of the face or hair. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Sure go. <laughs> I mean, John Claude Van Damme would be you know, just perfect for this. No rules. It's also what it is now, man. You know, just, it's come what on. it is. All right, Knock. Well, that's been another good show for us. Uh, Going to be back next week again, uh, getting you all ready for Super Bowl Sunday. We'll see who will be playing. Uh, what Super Bowl is it? What, what number is it? 51. 51. Super Bowl 51 in Houston. So we'll get back with that, guys. I want to thank uh, Knocker. Camp, thank you for coming in, man, taking the time. Come oh, back. Speaking yeah. of Houston. Our girl, Alicia, yep. from the Houston, Texas Cheerleaders, the official cheerleaders of the Sportscast. Yep. Alicia uh, is going to the Pro Bowl this year as a cheerleader for representing oh, Texas. shout so out. Congratulations All right. All right. Congratulations. Again, get your Texas cheerleader calendar. Uh, they can follow them, what, at Texas Cheer, I think? Right? Is that there? Cheers. All right, guys. We'll be back next week. Make sure download the show. Spread the word. Tell the friend. Be good humans. Dan, thanks for coming in. Appreciate it. No problem. Thank Cam, you. Cam, you have a good one. Good seeing you. Yeah. Thanks for showing up, Cam. Knocker, go take a shower. Wow. wow. Are you in the same shirt from work? Yeah. Okay, go take a shower. We'll be back next week. Wow. Dude up. Dude. Up.